step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes, yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. Hey, T. Hey, Leisha girl, how you doing this Thursday evening? Girl, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I almost was late. <laughs> I got off of work, and I was like, okay, well, let me get this little nap. And then, you know, my phone kept going off, and I was like, oh, jeez. And I was just laying there in the dark, and then I looked up. I was like, ooh, I'm about to be late. <laughs> I was peeking out the window, out the blinds, and like, where is me? <laughs> Girl, child, yes, child, yes. Sometimes it be like that sometimes. Sometimes it just really be like that sometimes. I'm just, you know, excited to be here, excited to be here. We always have ourselves uh, working on something. So, you know, no grass, as Miss T says, no grass ever grows under our feet here on Let's Chat. Absolutely not. (laughs) And that's a good thing, Nisha. That's a good thing. It keeps us busy. It keeps us humble. It keeps us grounded. And uh, it just keeps that grind fresh on a daily basis, which is, you know, it can be a little overwhelming sometimes because you do need to break the rest of the brain, but it's a good thing. I don't mind. 
it's just a playground for the devil. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited. You know, I always have stuff going on. And um, I don't know, for those that follow me know that I have a bucket list of uh, guests that I want to mm-hmm. have on the show. I do the producer producer portion of the show as well as co-host with T. And um, I always wanted to get Sarah Dex Roberts on the show. And I was like, oh, at first I thought I was going to get her because I know um, her father's somebody that knows her father's assistant. And I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to get her. And then it didn't work out that way. And I was like, okay, well, then she started her own podcast. And I was like, well, you know, when people get their own show, it's no need to go on nobody else. They already got their own platform. So I was like, yeah, I will. And uh, an opportunity came for me to work on the uh, launch team for her husband, for Ray Roberts, mm-hmm. his new book that's, get, that's getting ready to launch February 6th called Wholeness. And so I joined that launch team. And so I want to make sure, I always shout it out, make sure you guys head over there and pre-order your copy. I got an advanced copy that is coming. I'm excited. Um, I love to hear him speak. If you guys have ever checked them out on YouTube, check them out. Um, or if you go to the Potter's house, you've heard them speak. But I love it. It's it's the 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 whole wholeness team, launch team is so fabulous. We have such mm-hmm. a good time, and um, mm-hmm. we get to interact with him. So I'm like, so now in my mind, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, this is my way to get her on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Everything happens for a reason, Lee. <laughs> Absolutely. So make sure y'all go out, pre-order his book. It's on um, Audible as well. I have his other book, which is fabulous. And mm-hmm. it's really, um, you know, as a, a reader, I read so many different things, but I find myself, because now that I write, I find myself reading things that are not, um, more non um more fiction instead mm-hmm. of not more non fiction instead of fiction. So mm-hmm. and I do I enjoy his book. I even got uh Gucci Man's book which is really good. Gucci Man's book is good. And um um Megan Good's husband has a fabulous book. I think anybody who is a Christian in mm-hmm. any industry should read it. Honestly. Because it's a Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. It's called the Hollywood Commandments, and it talks about how he he uh, transitions through Hollywood as a Christian. But mm-hmm. anybody can apply it anywhere. It's fabulous. I, I do. I really love that particular book. I do find myself doing more audiobooks instead of mm-hmm. um, e-books because I'm always doing something. I'm always working. And so sometimes I don't have that extra time to sit down and read. But, you know, I always make time for, you know, good ones. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the Silence of the Nine, y'all know I love me some T-Styles and that Silence of the Nine. I did take some time out to grab that Silence of the Nine, so y'all grab that. And a little birdie mm-hmm. told me that that Pussy Trap 5 is dropping the 31st. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. act like y'all didn't hear from me. <laughs> well, y'all know how we 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 are we are pussy trap lovers. We have all the books. Make sure if you're waiting to, to for it to drop, get caught up. Get that one through four, and you'll Absolutely. be nice and fresh. 
for this upcoming part five. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, and, you know, a lot of people know that I am co-owner of Reese World Publishing. And so we mm-hmm. do have some fabulous authors on our roster. Make sure you head over there and check them out. you got Rosa Arner, who is our Christian um, author. Tasha DeMay, who is our erotic. She writes erotic and um, suspense. We got Byron Carey. We got... Malachi Taylor, we got CEO, Reese Flint. So make sure you guys head over there to iTunes and one click the team. Absolutely. And for those that are new to Let's Chat, you know, Leisha and I come into the to the chat room and we act like we know everybody in here. And there's a few faces we don't recognize, but we just want to let you guys know what we do here on Let's Chat. We love celebrating literature. And if you heard us speak, it's not just literature that we're passionate about. It's all walks of life, be it literature, publishing, artists, celebrities, lawyers, anything dealing with your walk in life, they have come through the doors of us chat. So make sure you go ahead over and check out our archives because they are just so rich with so much talent and information and just passion for whatever it is that they are doing. So head on over and check those archives. But our show allows all avid readers and avid lovers of life to just interact and enjoy each other in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. You get to hear the passion that's behind our guest in the clubhouse. We have some fabulous ones on tap tonight. But you get to get you know to get up close and personal with them. And you never know, they may touch a a, a vibe in you that just kinda catapults you into whatever it is that you're passionate about. Just let you know their journey and what how they got to where they are today. So we hope you sit back and enjoy. For all our new listeners, welcome. And for all our steady ones, you know you guys are welcome as well. And we look forward to a great show on tap tonight. So stay tuned. And thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely, absolutely. And all those that don't know, Ms. T, she's an editor. She got that hardcore red pen. So if you are looking for editing services, make sure you check her out over there at Bookwright Editing. .net, absolutely. And also, if you're in the market for some promotions, you may see my name attached to quite a few books, especially that Reese World team over there. Head on over to WRP Promotions by the one and only beautiful Miss Alicia to get those items that you need promoted. Absolutely. And if you are just tuning in and you want to listen to some of our archives, make sure you check us out at here on blogtalk.com. Also, you can catch us on iTunes or any other podcast app. We enjoy everybody that comes and tunes in and kicks it with us. We just started something new recently, um, like a new little, what do we call it? Trend, Talk of the week. Trending matters. Our trending matter of the week, yes. And so that last week was a great week. Last week, folks went in, and it was mostly men, so we appreciate all of those that participated. Um, We had two posts going. It was awesome. Um, This Mm -hmm. week, we're talking about the battle of the sexes. Yes, child, yes. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. We getting messy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we talk about that battle of the sexes. It's always a, a it's always a touchy subject because I think between men and women that we always clash. Um, I was mm-hmm. watching. I like to watch um, historical shows 
like Downton mm-hmm. Abbey or, you know, stuff like that. So I was watching Victoria. And it was talking, and it talks about just the relationship between uh, Victoria and her husband Albert, and they always clashed because she was the queen, mm-hmm. but she was a wife too. And so, because as a wife she was always pregnant, you know, he mm-hmm. would step in for her, but then he would feel away because when she came back, she wanted her. She she's the queen, and so right. it. I was like, wow, there's always for generations and years and years and years, there's always been a clash. Between the sexes. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, T? Hmm. It definitely goes back, way back, centuries, and um, I think it's just human nature. I think, um, and this, 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 my opinion. Don't send me no inboxes or emails or put the FBI out for me. But I think it's just the clash of the sexes, whereas men have that dominant you know, personalities that, that need to be in control. And a lot of men hesitate or don't feel necessarily comfortable relinquishing that control, especially if they've had a taste of it as a stand-in, as Victoria's husband has, because that's a powerful, powerful tool to have on a, a temporary basis and know that you have to give it up. And I, I kind of think, as to how many times she was pregnant, that he got her pregnant, that she had to step aside and let him <laughs> take the reins as, mm-hmm. as, as what happened, you know. So I'll be interested in, in seeing that. It sounds like an interesting um, movie. Actually, how many times do you remember that she was pregnant? It's a it's series. A series. We, you know, because he may just want to come, we're going to watch it. Not this fast. Yeah, when you, know, that's when my you come, we're going to binge watch Catching up. Y'all don't know. T don't watch TV until she come over to my house. Uh huh. Then we been watch. We binge watch everything. I get her up on everything. Yeah, that's how we do when she come to town. She cooks, and we binge watch TV. <laughs> a good time had by all. <laughs> Absolutely, we got a fabulous, fabulous show for you guys today. We have three outstanding authors that all bring something unique to the industry. We have author E.N. Joy, a.k.a. Joylyn Joylyn Ross, uh, who is a fabulous author. She has uh, not only books under her belt, but she has a new movement, Act Like an Author, Think Act like an author, think like a boss, which uh, she focuses on the business side of books. Mm-hmm. And um, she has a fabulous conference coming up in September in, in Vegas. But what I like about her movement is there's not a lot of talk about the business side of books. You have mm-hmm. authors, they talk about um, writing, you know, they talk about the writing side, the, they touch on the business side, but the business, business side, as an author, you are a business. You are a mm-hmm. business before your, your, and your pen is the product. Shout out to J.M. Benjamin. I got that from him. So by that, you have to move a certain way. And a lot of authors don't know how to move in, in the industry because they, they don't have, there's not anything that teaches the the business side they they have writing mm-hmm. courses and this and that and all of the extra stuff that are very that's very important but nothing that focuses on the business side and i don't care if you're signed with a publishing house or not you should always always know what you know because you know it you should know the business side of books 
That is so true. And um, I'm going to be interested to hear how she even got involved in that because we you don't hear a lot about what happens on the business side. And we've had many, many people that come through and just kind of share their journey on, you know, publishing, writing, the different, the various types of publishing. And, and no one is actually, you know, Aaron kind of touches on it briefly when he joins us, but I would love to get down into the nitty gritty with Ian Joy when she comes in and just wonder why her passion lies there and, and, and how receptive it has been with the office that she's worked with. Absolutely. And we also have Ty Marshall, who is friends of the show. We love Ty Marshall here. We love his books. We always support him. He's going to come in and talk mm-hmm. about his new project. And we have Arthur Blacktop. Now, Arthur Blacktop, I just recently met, mm-hmm. uh, and he's awesome. Let me tell y'all, he is awesome. <laughs> and you know how you just have somebody, you feel somebody, just their spirit. I mean, on social media, you don't get to really have that uh, intimate connection with people. You don't get to have that. But Mm -hmm. when you meet them and they talk and they speak, just like we do here on Let's Chat, that's why we love what we do, you you step in and that author's passion for why they do what they do, their passion for life, their passion for all of that is what really makes you want to go and support them. That's how Word of Mouth starts. And he's very passionate. He's passionate about life. He's passionate about his pen. So I'm excited to have him in the chat room so he can just talk that talk with us. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you kind of get that, that thought in your head. Like when you're reading a book, you kind of picture the characters, the way they look. Sometimes you get that thought in your head about an author as well. And um, I kind of had a, a, a thought or a look in my head about Blacktop. And then when I had that opportunity to meet him, you know, to kind of, okay, now I, 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 may, I was off a little bit, but this kind of stands out. And does that make sense? Sometimes you kind of picture how a person looks, especially if you've never uh-huh. met them. Or, or some people don't have a, a picture of them on their book. So you just kind of form your own character in your head. And when you meet a person, you could be either happy about the way they look or not so happy, and you want to stick with the picture in your head. <laughs> oh, goodness. But you know what? <laughs> but he I is not in that category. Him. It was a joy to meet him. <laughs> right. I always pictured him as kind of laid back and cool, just because that's how he carries himself on social media. You never hear rants. You know, you just don't hear too much extra. He always right. kind of keep it straight up, no chaser. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Absolutely. I hate to cough in y'all ear. But, um, when you meet him in person, he is still laid back and just really cool, but just his mm-hmm. spirit. His spirit is so awesome. Mm-hmm. So we're going to bring him into the chat room so we could talk that talk about everything books and blacktop. All hey, right. how are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, blacktop. Welcome to the chat room. Thanks for joining us tonight. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you. Now, for all those that don't know about your ridiculously fabulous pen, tell everybody a little bit about yourself uh, and your work. Oh, man. Um, I, I came, I, you know what's crazy is is it, it started out as kind of like therapeutic for me. Um, mm-hmm. Just to get a little background, it's like uh, my mom, <coughs> God bless her dear, but my mom, was uh, she was phenomenal. And she was an educator, 
And one of the things that um, she started me doing when, at an early age was, was journaling. And uh, mm-hmm. she started me journaling because she she basically thought I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and true story for real. Like she he thought said, I was crazy. He needs some hobbies. He needs some hobbies. Yeah. Let me get him. Let me get well, him. Well, I didn't. I didn't. You know what? What happened was I didn't. I didn't handle the, the death of my father well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of lashing out and acting out. So my mom took me to a um, a psychiatrist and, uh, for over the course of probably six weeks. Like I went every Wednesday and I talked to this cat. And, and he basically told my mom, he said, you know, your son's not crazy. He's just very creative. And um, so one of two things are going to happen. Um, he'll either be an, an incredible writer or he'll be a serial killer. <laughs> so my mom looked at me and she was like, well, let's, let's hope for the writer portion. So when, when we left, when we left, we went to, um, at the time, it was still at the drugs. We went to Echo Drugs, and, and she bought me a lot of these composition notebooks. And uh, she said, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're feeling or whatever you get into, you know, you just write it down. So fast forward, um, years later, I, I went to prison at a very early uh, early age, you know, mm-hmm. 19 years old. So I was still writing, but I was sending her letters. And when she passed in uh, 2006, and we were going through her things, um, one of the things that I found was a, a, a large foot trunk, and it had all of those journals and um, all of the letters that I had written to her over the over the course of seven years while I was Really? And, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I took those letters and I took those notebooks, and, and it, it gave birth to the Hustle Chronicles, my first two. Um, it, was, it, was it was basically a collection of my uh, my capers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I was, I was that kid that your parents warned you about. Like I don't want you hanging out with him. You're bad influence. Don't let me catch you by So, you know, I was like, man, fuck your dad, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's go smoke a joint. You know, I was that kid. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, we're writing. Like when I dropped in 2012, I didn't, I didn't have any expectations. I still don't have any expectations. Like I'm, I'm still at that, um, that level in my career where I, uh, I still get nervous before I release mm-hmm. a book because because I, I think I think uh <laughs> somewhere deep in the back of my mind like I'm and I think it's subconscious but I, I think I'm waiting for a flop if that makes sense. And and so when when I'm getting ready to, to drop a book I'm like, man, you know, what if they don't like this one and you know, literature is so fickle and yada 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 mm-hmm. but every time I drop a book like people seem to love it. So you know, I, I never get the big head. I'm I'm always grateful and I'm always thankful and I remain humble through it all, man. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Now I have a question for you because um, you, you you talked about readers and books and how they can be fickle. Now, and, and as an author, we all know that everything you write is not going to hit. So when you came onto the scene and you first started um, interacting with, with readers, I call it mixing and mingling with the readers, and reviews started coming in, how did you take those reviews um, that weren't as favorable of your as you know to your pen? Um, I I've only had, uh, thank God, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but I I haven't had many um low reviews. 
Um, I'm I'm in a a four-star, five-star category with just about everything I drop. Um, But I will say this. In in the event that somebody doesn't like my work, you know, I just, I take it in stride, man, and I I think to myself that everything is not for everybody. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You know, you have, and it's, it's funny because I can take, I can take a group of readers, right? And um, I have, so far I have nine titles. So I can take a group of readers. And, and this group of readers over here, like they love corporate America. You see what I'm saying? But then this group of readers over here, they love the hustle product because it's gritty and it's raw. Corporate America was more more so outside the box. Tainted 2, uh, Tainted, Tainted 2 and Tainted No More is a is a, a another series that I have, but it's, it's so different. Um, and, and the thing that I did with the book, the book series, you know what I'm saying? is is like, you take a group of readers and everybody's taste is different. So Mm -hmm. because, because I'm dealing with the Gemini mind and an eclectic mind, uh, the way that I write, like it's never one sided. So Mm -hmm. I'll give you a prime example, like a friend of mine, her, her, uh, fiance, (laughs) he said, he said, man, who black top get to write this book for so she was like, no, that's, he wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the way his mind works. He was like, but it's, it's so, it's so far departed from the Hustle Chronicles. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I said that to say, like, when I sit down to write, it's, it's no telling what I'm going to come up with because first thing mm-hmm. I like is a twist, right? And then the second thing that I, I like is reality, but different reality. You know, mm-hmm. it's only six degrees of separation between people. So, you know, I might meet you. I might meet you today, and then I go to, I fly to New Jersey, or I fly to California, blah, 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 and I meet a waitress, right? And we have a conversation, and somewhere in that conversation, she will allude to the fact that she has a cousin named Tony from X, Y, and Z, and then we go further into the conversation and, and come to find out it's the same Tony that I'm on the phone with right now. And that's the reality that I write my books in. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's always something for somebody in the book. Right. And um, I just I, I take it in stride, man. I don't I don't harp on bad reviews. If if a person come and give me a one star review and they say, you know, they point out the reasons why they didn't like the book, then I respect that and I add that to to my my mental rolodex and say, okay, well, this is something that I need to consider because you know they broke this down eloquently for me. And, and just to give you an example, like I I've got a um. I think one of the few three-star reviews that I got, a lady told me, she was like, you know, I wanted to give you, it was a very good book, and I wanted to give you a four- or five-star review, but the problem that I had with the Hustle Chronicles was that you did a lot of parts in Spanish. Uh, and I was like, well, you, you uh, have to, I was like, you, yeah, I was like, well, you, you have to, you know, just, just because we're talking about it, you have to understand, and I'm from Texas. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's my reality. You see what I'm saying? Like if you if you read this this read this conversation that these people are having and understand this this young black kid understands everything that this dude is saying, just by his response, you should already know what the Spanish is saying. You don't you don't necessarily I don't I shouldn't have to translate in italics up underneath this this sentence in every sentence. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like just go with the flow. But I, I understood where she was coming from, so I say, Okay, well, even though that's my reality I won't put that off on other people. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's interesting, um, Black Top. This is Tony, and once again, thanks so much for joining us. And um, 
Lisa and I, we really did enjoy meeting you at the event with Mo's event uh, a couple of months ago. But you touched on something that I, I wanted was, to. It was before. It was before I was drunk, right? <laughs> yeah, it was before. <laughs> it was before. I'm just funny. We didn't see that side. Look, oh, we didn't that We don't talk about that. <laughs> okay. We don't worry about what's in the red cup. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But um, you talked about on something about you know your your pen, and you have the type of pen that Leisha and I love saying that versatile pen. And with that Gemini mind, that Gemini mind, and that versatile pen, like you said, you never know what may come out of that ink when you sit down. But do you feel that you kind of gravitate towards more genre, or you just let it flow, and you may have difficulty in another one because your pen is so versatile? Um, not not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, you you guys met Faye. You know what I'm saying? And and what what Faye and I have done is is every Monday, right? No matter what what's going on, whether it's Memorial Day or whether we're at work, whatever, um, we tend to to have a, a like a we call it a, a literary powwow. And mm-hmm. um, one of the one of the things that she's really really good at is is capturing my mind. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I right. have an idea and, and I, I spew, you know, because I'm I'm flighty. I'm a Gemini. So I mm. say, man, you know, I was thinking about this story, you know what I'm saying? And I want to write this, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And then months later, you know, I touch on it and I, I say just a small thing. And she said, hold on for a minute. So you hear paper rustling in the background, and she she's like, okay, well, this is what you said, and this is what you wanted to do, and and then so you need to create an outline, and this and then blah 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 blah. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. with with my mind, like I, I come up with so many stories, like literally, I have four books that I'm writing right now, and um, when I get, I won't say when I get bored because I don't want to allude to the fact that uh, oh he got bored of parts of the book. It's just that like I get to the point where I'm like, man, I don't feel like writing this book. Okay, I start this. One. You know, right. or I'll start this one, or I'll start this one, or I'll start this one. So with, mm-hmm. with my mind, like I don't, I don't necessarily have a genre. You know, people classify me as as um, urban literature or urban fiction or street fiction or whatever. But if right. you read my work, it's not. I don't like street fiction. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's urban situations in there because I'm from the streets. But mm-hmm. but my mind is is a lot more broad than that. You know what I'm saying? And it's not too, mm-hmm. it's not too um. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not to knock anybody that's that's just on the street fiction tip. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, mm-hmm. like my belief is this: um, black people as a whole, we're we're multidimensional. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me yeah. to sit down and and continuously paint this picture of of lavish drug dealers and you know this and 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 drugs that and and, and streets right. this. And streets that you see what I'm saying like we don't only have street people you know what I'm saying like we have engineers and we have lawyers and we have doctors and we have scientists and we have you know philanthropists we have a we're a multi-dimensional people so I never want to paint us inside of a box so I tend to think of, of different situations in, in different books that I want to write and then mm-hmm. I, I put those characters in those situations you see what I'm saying right Absolutely. Mm. Well, shout out I to Faye. You know, it's it's so important to have a powerful, 
partner and, yes. and even more powerful woman right there beside you. Shout out, Faye. Thank you so much for being on track. Hold on. Hold on, let me clarify. That fool ain't my woman. She my sister. Man. No, we just mean. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. That they always I, I know. Say I just, I, I just, listen, I'm just giving. Every man is always a strong woman. And, I know. I'm, and I'm just giving her a hard time because I know she listening. But that's okay. That's your backbone. In business, that is your backbone. Even if she is your friend, she don't have to be your woman. But. She's still your backbone. She holds you down. She rides for you. Mm-hmm. She go hard Already. for you. As an author, you always have to have that team. That team is that's focused on you and making sure that you get where you want to go and, and mm-hmm. it, y'all just vibe. And so as a team, it's just an awesome thing. And then it it reflects mm-hmm. because, you know, you get that that person, that accountability, accountability partner. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That person keeps you accountable. She keeps your parents. Right, because I I I I'll be I'll be totally honest. If I had my way, if I had my mm-hmm. way, right, I'd mm-hmm. show up at every book event with a t shirt and some shorts. Yeah, nobody got time <laughs> for that. Don't do that. And some flip flops on. No. Might come with a short set and a bow tie on, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh uh. Don't in the house and change. But, but yeah, what are you going with that on? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> So Again. yeah, so I'm I'm you know I'm extremely Again. grateful, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a country boy, Thank man. You, man. You know, uh uh-uh. <laughs> don't blame it on the country, don't blame it on the country. That's right, Faye. You just keep that whip cracking. Uh uh-uh. uh. Go on in the house chain set. Where are you going? Not with me. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you can't wear that. It's no bad. Uh, hey, hey, I heard that a couple of times. <laughs> You, you know, you, I'm I'm serious. Y'all laughing, but y'all have no idea how many times little old bitty Rucked and called me a Bama and made me change clothes. She talking about listen. She say, <laughs> look. She say, she say, uh uh-uh, uh, uh 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 uh. You need to change that. I'm like, man, say I'm fly. She say, uh uh-uh, uh uh. Listen, this this event is gonna be 85 percent women. You better go in there uh-huh. and put on a tight t-shirt, and show some of them muscles so we can make this month. That's right. I said you, you ain't gonna look. I said you ain't gonna. you ain't gonna keep on pimping. You ain't gonna keep on pimping me, player. <laughs> She's pimping you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but I was just talking about that exact same thing with um. Was I talking to? I forgot who I was talking to, but we was just talking about that the other day, Miss Rosa, uh, my on my team, and mm-hmm. I was like, see. This is the thing. Readers, if we got eye candy. Like your cover, your synopsis, even the, the way your name is, is on the book. Mm-hmm. All of that is part of our eye candy. But when people don't know who you are, your looks and your personality is part of your eye candy as well. And this is the thing with that. Men have, I think, an upper hand. Because if you are good looking and you are dressed good and you got muscles, you're going to draw in the readers. Now, with females, I always tell female authors, you don't have to have your boobs out. You don't have to have a skirt all the way up your ass. You don't have to have all of that. All you need is some badass shoes, some nice-ass earrings, your hair just to the T, your face beat, and a nice little shirt on, and you will You'll get male readers because they'll be attracted to who you are as far as 
as they what they see because everybody knows men are drawn in by sight, just like women are drawn in by sight. But as sure. a reader, when you want to, oh, you have to draw in a female reader. Them shoes, she's going to be like, girl, them shoes is bad. Thank you, girl. These your books? Yes, honey. And you get to talking about books, but your shoes drew her in. Your earrings drew her in. Your hair, your, the way your, your makeup, all of that, your your whole ensemble. So you got to go. Don't go in there with no flip-flops. Absolutely not. You're not going to do that. You got to go in there looking good, sugar sharp. It's not like you got to entertain everybody, but you want to have that. That's part of your eye candy. They're going to approach you. You're going to be like, oh, how are you doing? Yeah, these your books? Mm-hmm. These, you, your whole body just drew them in. Now your content going to hold them. You see what I'm saying? Keep listening. To right. Don't listen to yourself. Well, well, yeah, I, I, you know, well, one of the things, one of the things, one of the things about me, anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I was told at a very early age that you never meet a stranger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you come mm-hmm. to if you come to my table, shit, we we like family already. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if, listen, I've had I've had events where, um, or situations where, I felt like my time was wasted. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um. And literally, like I had, a, I had a lady get mad at me in Decatur um, because I was servicing a customer, right? And you know, I put my smile on and I told her, I was like, "Man, I'll be with you in just a second. You know what I'm saying? And she got offended. Well, you know, Faye tried to tell her to, you know, stand over here with me. You know, let me get mm-hmm. this picture of him and his customer. And then as soon as he's done, you know, you can ask him whatever questions you want to or you know, however you want to do it. And the lady got mad mm-hmm. and was like, well, I'll be back and left. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like, listen, man, you know, this is a, this is a business. Like I'm, I'm not out here to just, you know, entertain. I'm I'm out here to make a living. And um, right. I think sometimes people, people take, take that for granted. It's like, you know, okay, yeah, we're accessible, but we're still here for a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so true because I think that with accessibility, like there are some authors that are your favorite authors, but they're not accessible. And so you don't get that intimate moment with them. You don't get to sit down and kick it with them. And you know what I'm saying? They don't and even go to events. And I think the very first uh, book signing I ever went to was at Barnes & Noble in Allen Park, and it was Ashley and Jaquavis. And just just reading one of their books and just really not knowing them, just their whole, like, how they laid the whole thing out for readers, that made me want to read more. You know, when you don't know, you don't have that word of mouth, nobody has come to you and say, pick up Blacktop's book, da-da-da-da-da, you know. Nobody's told me that, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. But when I went to the event, to Monique's event, and he spoke, I felt his passion for who he was, his passion for his pen, and that makes me want to go out and support. And that's what readers do because most, especially African-American readers, we're emotional people. We are emotional Mm -hmm. readers. And I think that's why we Mm -hmm. like those gritty street-lit books because they're full of emotion, not just because it's shoot 'em up bang, bang, but because they are, it's full of emotion. It's like multiple genres all smashed up in one which makes Mm -hmm. for a universal pen. And that's Mm -hmm. what you have. You have that universal pen. It might come off one way, 
But when when you're in public, people, you have to have that that line drawn, even even on social yeah. media. You know, because even though you're friendly, you have to let them know I'm not that friendly. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can come I, in my I, inbox well, and say a, hello. We can be out and about. You can say hello. But if I'm doing business, I'm gonna need you to respect what I'm doing. Well, I, I have a I have a saying that, that I say all the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I tell people this whether it's you know Facebook or whether I'm at an event or whether I'm at work. You know, I mm-hmm. tell people all the time. Listen, I'm I'm a nice guy, but I'm not friendly. You see what I'm saying? Like I can I can mm-hmm. I'm I know this about myself. You understand? It, I'm I'm probably one of the coolest people you'll you'll ever meet. I am a Gemini. I am from the streets, and I know mm-hmm. for a fact that I have a messed up disposition when you cross me the wrong way. And nine times out of ten, if you cross me the wrong way, it's probably not going to end well for you. You see what I'm saying? So because I know mm-hmm. this about myself, I don't put myself in those positions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's good to know yourself and, and, and to know your limitations, and that's what I was going to uh, touch on, Black um, Cop. This is Tony, but Leisha brought it up. Do you feel that social media just kind of makes makes it seem like it's a party every time you show up, and you kind of lose that level of respect because it's hard to, to, to um, maintain a level of respect once certain lines are crossed? Um, I mean, for me. For me, mm-hmm. um, depending on depending on where I go right. and, and who's there, uh, and who's there will will determine my level of party. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm cordial mm-hmm. I'm cordial to everybody, but I don't do everybody. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If that right. makes sense. And that's okay. Yeah, that's powerful if, though, if I'm, because if, it's right yeah, to the if point. I'm, if I'm comfortable. Yeah, if I'm if I'm comfortable with you and and we have a relationship, you see what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. I'm all for partying. You see what I'm saying? But if if mm-hmm. I don't know you and and trust me when I tell you, like this this really just came about for me in the last two or three years, and I've only been in the industry for five years. The first year, uh, first year, first two years that I was in the industry, it was like I was like Smokey from Friday, like hey, you know what I'm saying? Like let's get in. <laughs> But one thing that I realized is that people people love to use your name and not understand the name that they're using. You see what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. it's understandable. Mm-hmm. It's understandable that people people tend to think that, okay, well it's just another dude, you know what I'm saying, writing street books. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. You got your words backwards. I'm a street dude that happened to know how to write books. You see what I'm saying? So those mm-hmm. same street sensibilities that I came into the dope game with those same street sensibilities that I went into music with those same street sensibilities that I came into the book game with are still with me. You see what I'm saying? So the who a person, you see what I'm saying? To know the type of person that they're dealing with. You see what I'm saying? Like a lot of times I just, I let it roll off my back like water, man. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it gets to be a little much, you know? So I just got to the point where I just got to the point where I just don't like to deal with nobody unless I deal with you. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that though. I'm glad you said nope. that because you know Freeway with Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross. Um, shout out to Freeway, but he always talks about comparing books to selling drugs, and he said it's the same concept. You move mm-hmm. books like you move your weight. You move books like you move weight, and so. Mm-hmm. 
I'm glad that you said that because you can you don't have to something a lot of times in society we be so focused on the wrong thing and we forget it how to maneuver life itself and you could, everything you go through even though it may not feel good at that point in time it's mm-hmm. still a lesson you didn't lose you know what I'm saying? It's a lesson to help you get around to that next level. And so even mm-hmm. though that was a time for you, you went to jail, these things happened, but you were able to take those bad things and turn them around and use them to your advantage doing something different, something passionate, something you love. So we applaud you for that. There's nothing like a second Indeed. chance. A second chance in life. Yeah, man, hey, hey, you look and, up and, and it's like, and, and, and March, March 11th, March 11th will make 19 years since I, I stepped out of prison, and I haven't so much as had a traffic ticket. You hear me? I know that's right. Oh, yeah, man. You got to talk that talk. He said, look, yeah, man. <laughs> I ain't got time. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love nah, it. Nah, you, you, know, you, know, you know what's crazy is, is I, I, remember, I remember the day I got out like it was yesterday, right? And uh, mm-hmm. it was a sergeant. I can't remember his name, but he was like probably my height, white dude, um, mm-hmm. scraggly gray hair. You know what I'm saying? Like he probably did by now, or whatever. And um, he was like, "All right, Swift, I'll see you later." I said, "Shit, you're oh. lying. The truth ain't in you, white boy. You know what I'm saying? You won't, you won't see me no more. Hey, the state of Texas can't have no more of my time. You hear me? I yeah, know man. that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Ain't nothing wrong with that." So, you know, here on Let's Chat, now we like to do some fun stuff, okay? So <laughs> we started this um, this trending why topic. She giggling? Why is she, why she, why she giggling? <laughs> we did this trending topic. And so last yeah. week our trending topic was, was awesome. Shout out to everybody okay. that um, participated in that on social media. So this week our trending topic is the battle of the sexes. And because your right hand and sometimes your left is a female, we're going to get your take on it. Now, the question um, that was posed, and shout out to everybody that participated, is why is there always a power struggle? Is it that women, that men view women as weak and inferior, or do they view them as a threat? What do you think about that? And and because we're always clashing, right? I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's either. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like I I I don't look at women as um, um, weak and inferior. I'm sure most most men, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I say all men and some little boys may, you know what I'm saying? But all men, you see what I'm saying? For the most part, look at women as equals. Um, mm-hmm. The, the the power struggle comes in, in in women understanding the DNA makeup of men. You see what I'm saying mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Although although we're able although we're able to speak and we're able to um, drive vehicles and and we're able to create and we're able to do this and we're able to do that. The DNA makeup of a man is still that of an animal. You see what I'm saying. So you you have to take into account that if you look at a lion in the jungle. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's he's still the dominant figure, even though even though if you look at, I mean, too, we used to joke in the streets and say that that the lion was the biggest pimp in the jungle because I mean I don't know if you know this or not, but the the, the lion doesn't hunt. 
you know, the lion is hunting, yep. and she brings back the kill to feed her man yep. and to feed her children. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, exactly. but he's still he, he's still a protector. You see what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. when you take a woman that's extremely powerful, you see what I'm saying, and she has a man, even though he may be powerful, but not as powerful as her. You see what I'm saying? It does something mm-hmm. to his ego. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Because we're the ones that are supposed to protect. So if if you make now now keep in keep in mind the word protect. You see what I'm saying? See we encompass when we think about protecting, we think about protecting, we think about providing. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So all of those things are bundled into one. Our protection for our woman and our family comes from the fact that we're able to provide. We're strong. You see what I'm saying? And we put all of these things into the pot. Now, if my woman, mm-hmm. you understand, makes more money than me, you understand? She makes more money than me. Speaking of back in the day, she makes more money than me. She's able to call the shot, and I'm not bringing quite as much to the table. You see what I'm saying? That does something to my my, my protection factor. You understand if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it's, it's more so ego than anything. It's not that we want to run shit, but we want to mm-hmm. run shit. You see what I'm saying? And my, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest, because if I ain't running it, I ain't in it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm just be honest. If I, if I ain't running it, I ain't in it. That goes for anything that I do. You know, if, if it's in business, if I'm not the boss, I don't want to be a part of it. If, if I'm in a relationship, if I ain't the boss, I don't want to be a part of it. You see what I'm saying? And it's not that I'm doing that because I think that my woman is beneath me or that I feel threatened by her, because at the end of the day, may I speak for you, please? Yeah, this honey, this block clock oh, radio. Oh, yeah. You all right? Say what you oh, say. Oh, okay. Well, well, <laughs> let me say what I say. At the end of the day, no matter what she thinks she running, she still can't slay this pipe, man. Just me. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, she ain't got me in one. She ain't got me in one knee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just being honest, man. You know what I'm saying? So I think I don't. I don't think men view women one way or the other with that. You know what I'm saying? It's just a part of our chemical makeup. Mm-hmm. Right, but I think sometimes I they forget that the queen is vicious. You know what I'm saying? That that female is vicious when it comes to mm-hmm. her family. And I think because we are the nurturers, we are overprotective. And so even mm-hmm. though he is there, I think it's that sometimes we get tunnel vision. And I don't think that right. a lot of times when a female is in the position of power, She's always labeled a bitch because you got to move a certain way because you have to, first of all, you're a female so you in, in a man-dominated world, so you have, to, um, you have to have that control as far as demanding respect and letting it be known. Look, you know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes some right, people live but- different ways than others, but I think sometimes it does intimidate some females. Right, but I, I think some I think. I think what happens, I think what happens, honestly, I think what happens is, is there is a disconnect there because, because that disconnect comes because, um, you know, yeah, that's, that's cool on your job. You know what I'm saying? But say, man, don't bring that shit up in 1921. You hear me? Like, leave that, leave that at your job. Man. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that bossing them around and, that, I, hey, listen, I applaud you when you start telling me about how you had to check, you know, this dude because, you know, he wasn't getting his paperwork in on time. Yeah, baby, handle your business. But say, man, you don't have to tell me three times to, to take out the trash. 
You see what I'm saying? Like you don't have to, you don't have to tell me how hard you work today, and you know I should have unloaded the dishwasher. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I don't have those problems because I got kids. Like they gonna earn their keep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying? Like you have you have situations uh, like that. that man, you it on you. <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, man, I got a ten year old son, and that's his job. Man, listen, bruh. The trash run on Mondays and Thursdays. I'm going to remind you Sunday. You understand? But I'm not telling you no more because if I have to tell you Monday morning and I got to be out of the door by 4.30, if I got to remind you Monday, that's cool. But listen, let the trash man pass a half Thursday and, and, and you didn't take that trash out. I'm going to make it hard to breathe up in 1921. You hear me? Hilarious. Black Cat, we got two hands up. You feel like taking some calls? Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, we got 214-635. You are live in the chat room. What's your name and where are you calling from? What's going down, man? It's your boy, Middle Beast, man, a Dallas Cowboy, man, online. What up, hey. boy? You from my hometown, man. What's cracking? Ah, oh, man, it's chilling, man. Are you from Dallas? Yeah, man, I'm from Dixon Circle, bro. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I was raised a little bit on Pine. A lot of my family's from South Dallas, but I'm, I'm from Arlington Park, just like Nearheim, I will invite you, since you say you're off of Pine, I will invite you, bro. No, nah, I live, in, I live in Atlanta now. No, nah, I live, oh, I live well, in Atlanta But you lived on Pine, though, didn't you? Hey, look, you know where the, you know where the split on Pine on right there on Pine and uh Lamar is in the spring. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, my uncle Charlie Boy house was right there on the corner, so it's mo- man, oh, I probably know Charlie Boy, man. Yeah, that name sounds yeah. real, real. You know what I'm saying? Man. So what I was what I was finna tell you though, you need to pick up that Hustle Chronicles because they got that book, that trilogy goes all up and up and through there. You understand? Real yeah, man. I'm real talking about all, all up in all up all up in the Hustle Chronicle, man. We talking about good luck burgers. We talking about Clara's kitchen, man. We talking about Pine of Colonial. Yeah. The RC Lounge right there on Pine. You already know what it is. Mm-hmm. That make sure you one click that. Mhm. Indeed. Did we mm-hmm. did we lose? Did we lose? Well, we, we might have. Well, we appreciate you calling in. We're gonna put you back in the queue, and we're gonna grab that eight one eight five three three. What's your name and where are you calling? What's going from? on, ladies? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's Dylan Cash. Hey, Dylan. What's going on, man? You're trying to call and show support to Middle Measy and, you know, you ladies and gentlemen and all the listeners. I really love well, what y'all are doing. Well, thank well, you. Really we appreciate it, bro. No problem. No problem. We thank you for your support. We're going to put you back in the queue. Yes, we love it. Shout out to Lil Measy. We had him on the show last week. If y'all missed his interview, make sure y'all go check it out. He is 21, and his mindset mm-hmm. is of a grown man, yes, not just one yes. entering into life. Uh, make sure y'all hit his uh, interview up on our archives here on blogtalk.com. Now, you know, here on Block, the, the chat room, you know, <laughs> he likes to give these fun questions. And so, you know, since you're a man's man, I would say put your pearls, but you don't have pearls. So 
So I'm just going to say something else. Whatever you got. (laughs) And uh, because ain't no telling what Miss T going to come up with. She going to come up with some stuff. So just get ready. I'm ready. Okay, what you got, T? What you got? What you got? (laughs) Okay, Blacktop. Well, you were talking about your trilogy just a minute ago with one of our supporting listeners. I want you, here on Let's Chat, we love just exploring the creativity of our guests. So I'm going to give you a prop to put into your storyline and just give us a little bit of mini uh, of just see how your mind go, that Gemini mind go, okay? So your, your prop that I want you to insert into that trilogy is a whip. Can you give us a little something, a little taste using the whip in your storyline that, that, that you just shared with us? Now, we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you now. P.S. White was in here on the 3rd, and um, uh-huh. his was a, was, a, was a sucker, was a lollipop. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a lollipop. And, and that thing, I'm just saying, he, 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 went, mm-hmm. he, he went to town on that. So just want you to know right. what you're up against. Come on, come on, come on with it. We ready. Right. We ready. So, so wait, let me, let, me, let, me, let me get this right. So how, how am I supposed to do this? What, what do you mean? However you want. However you want, you just have to add the whip into one of your scenes, or you can create a new scene. Just create a new scene and add that whip to your leading character. Oh, okay. We ready. Got it? (laughs) (laughs) She said, like, bring it on. We ready. Bring it on. (laughs) Hey, so this is kind of like a freestyle or something, right? Yeah, there you go. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was going to go to the archives, but yeah, okay. So <laughs> no, do the creative juices. Let those juices flow, yeah. literally. Crack that whip. Because, see, this is what we do. <sighs> because if uh, if readers, if we have listeners or, or reading listeners that, that don't know Blacktop, they've never felt mm-hmm. your pen, they, you know, that we incorporate that as a way to um, show readers. Because, you know, show and tell right, is right. all is part of writing. That's what it is. But you right, have to show readers. Um, more than you tell them. So this is our show and tell version. So we want you to come on with it. I'm ready. Be ready. What you got? <laughs> hmm. Okay. So I mean, if you do all the talking, you're gonna be right. You gonna let me do this? Or you gonna, you gonna keep on talking? <laughs> hey, don't. Uh, no. I'm gonna sit back. I'm oh, gonna right. sit back here in my boss's chair. <laughs> get, get your get your tie out right quick. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Let me cross my legs. <laughs> Let Please. me give me some water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so I I tell you this so um I I do write in third person, but for the sake of for the sake of this 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 will be in first person. Okay. 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 All right. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So um. Man, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe that um. You know, the, the sweat was dripping so profusely. I mean, I had done this a million times. But this was new for me. She was something totally different, something totally different. And it, I had to admit it made me a little nervous, especially especially considering the fact that instead of me being in control, she was taking control of the situation and had me laying in ways that I had never laid before. <laughs> She's Lid my socks off of my feet and kind of tickled it, so I kind of giggled a little bit. I think it turned her on because she, she grinned at me. Damn, look at her smile. She backed up. She removed her bra. 
And I was like, shit. And it's right in there. I could really do some things with this, you know, and I'm I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I mean, I hope I can last. I mean, damn, she had already taken me to round three. And anybody that knows me, especially sexually knows, that by round three, I'm not coming real fast. But goddamn, this motherfucker told me to turn over on my stomach. That's some freaky-ass shit. She put a whip around her neck, and I'm like, God, what she going to do with this? All right, all right, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm trying to look back, but I hear something that sounds a little too much like a fucking vibrator. So I made myself turn over, and I'm laying on my back, and I'm looking at this motherfucker, and what does she do? She tased me on my nuts, man. I'm like, what the I didn't want to curse her. <laughs> Because I was afraid that if I cursed her, she might use that whip. Again, with my freaky ass, I'm thinking, shit. Shit did kind of feel a little good. I mean, most niggas say a taser. You know, we think about it in in the realm of, like, police and police brutality and things like that. But she put it on there ever so slightly just enough to give me a little feeling. She pulled that whip out. And I'm thinking, this is some slave shit. But it can't be no slang shit, because she and her skin is just as dark and luscious as mine. I mean, goddamn, she peeled out of them panties, and I knew it was wet, because when she pulled those panties down, I kind of heard a slight plop when she did. And she stepped out of them, stood there, regally and majestically. And all I could think was, damn, I hope she don't use that whip. Woo! Well, alrighty then. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. That's you gonna learn today. <laughs> well, all right. You better show wait, them, let me, honey. Y'all better wait, go on Amazon One, click them books right now if y'all know what's good for you. Ain't no telling you know, what's in them let pages. Let me take a step. <laughs> yeah, cause I, I will, I will oh, tell you. I, you know what? I got one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes. Like I, I like writing sex scenes, and, uh-huh. and one of my favorite scenes is uh between between two of my characters, Jasmine and Coach Chief, in uh, the uh-huh. Taylor series, right? And and uh-huh. uh, they had gone down to I think it was Costa Rica or somewhere like that. They had gone down to Costa Rica, and um, you know, Coach Chief is a he's not a big guy, but he's a muscular guy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, no walls, no nothing. He just he picked Jasmine up and threw her legs across his shoulders. And he just, like, went to town on that thing, man. But he turned her around so that she could watch the sunset, you know. Oh. He uh, set his son, you know. Yeah. <laughs> set his son. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all click those black top books because he got some things between those covers <laughs> that he's going to. We got all these hands up. Dot, dot, dot. We got a ton we of got hands, all these up, hands up. You got folks in here. We we go. Let's. I don't know where we gonna start first. We gonna start with this uh, 727-851. You live in the chat room. What's your name and where you calling from? Hey guys, it's Ken, and I'm calling from Orlando, Florida. How is everybody? Hey Good. Ken, how are you? Welcome to the chat room. You know what? I, I was listening to this uh, program and, and, and listening to the story about this, uh, you know, little small muscular dude that goes to Costa Rica, puts a chick on his shoulders. 
you know, I had a friend that did that, and I actually was at the beach with him. It's crazy. I almost thought this guy knew my buddy. And uh, But what he didn't realize is when he was done, she jumped off his shoulder, and it looked like he had biz quick all over his face. She was on a yeast infection, guys. So it's not- <laughs> oh, Dale. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking. I don't know what he's talking about, man, but you've got to be careful out there. And, you know, Costa Rica these days isn't the safest place to be anyways. Hell, they'd be safer if they did that on the south side of Chicago. Uh, now, uh, forget about all this. What's the story with you two ladies? What, what's the story over there? What, what's your situations? What do you mean? <laughs> we I mean, you two together? Can we, get a, can we get a little kiss on the program between you two sisters or what? Uh, oh, no, that's not that oh, kind wow. of stuff. <laughs> okay, next. Yeah, uh, we got 678-357. Yeah. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I want to see you two like finger bang each other. Stick a knuckle in there. Next. <laughs> what? what the fuck? Right. <laughs> well, we so appreciate you, laptop, Black Top, coming to uh, kick it with us here in the chat room. We want you to shout out all of your social media, any events you have coming, <coughs> your a, your latest project that's uh, gonna come out. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm still tripping on dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Why do we tripping? <laughs> but thank you for listening. Damn. We appreciate it. Yeah. But um, so so on Instagram you can find me novelist black top. Uh, Twitter find me novelist black top. Um, Facebook you can find me novelist black top or Dean Swift. Um, and you can hit my website www dot novelistblacktop.com order mm-hmm. all nine titles and uh, prepare for my tenth title uh, entitled Bishop um, it's sure to please um, mm-hmm. and it's thick you know we talk about oh. uh, 90,000 words of gangster shit but... wow yeah we ready for that I love one clicking yeah. the thicker mm-hmm. the better <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> <laughs> ain't no wrong with it. Ain't no wrong with it. I caught that. Well, yeah. you know, you are, you are always welcome here in the chat room with the ladies of Let's Chat. We appreciate you. Thank you, Faye, for setting everything up. And anytime yeah. you want to come to the chat room, just hit one of us up and we'll make it happen. Well, I appreciate you ladies <laughs> having me. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Don't let this be your last time, Black Top. You don't, don't be scared. Uh, hey. <laughs> Hey, listen. You know, you know when y'all call, when y'all call Faye and y'all tell her y'all ready for me, she gonna set it up, man. So, you know, we ain't got um, call. And, and you, this, this, you, you got your, we got your corner over there with your, with your. You got your own chair. You got, you got your red cup, all that. So whenever you want to come in the chat room, yeah. you just, just let us know. Well, you I prefer, I prefer, happen. I prefer, uh, I prefer two styrofoam cup, double stack, man. You know, ain't no red on my side. Oh, and a black tiny whip. Please. And a taser. Taser. Make sure you lower the voltage, though. You know. Along with a talent tonight. Absolutely. But thanks again for joining me, Alicia. We so appreciate you. And until next time, buddy. All right. Peace. All right. Take care. (laughs) 
Oh, Lisa, that was so much fun. I had a great time with him. <laughs> yes, I love it. Y'all make sure y'all go get him some, some of that one-click love. We appreciate him taking time out, coming to kick with us in the chat room. Our next fabulous guest we have is the fabulous E. In Joy, a.k.a. Joy Lynn Ross. She's going to come in here and she's going to talk that talk about her books, the the business side of books, and the fabulous, fabulous act like a, think like an author, act like a boss movement. Okay. Hey, how are you? Hey, ladies. I am wonderful. How are you doing? Hey, Enjoy. Thanks so much for joining us here on Let's Chat Tonight, girl. Thank you for having me, Miss Tony and Alicia. I appreciate it so much, and thank you for all those listening. Yes, now for I all of those for all of those that have not sampled the E Enjoy pen, tell everybody a little bit about your literary journey and your work. Okay, well, I am Joylyn M. Ross, writing as blessed selling E Enjoy. I started off almost 20 years ago in the literary industry. I um, started wow. off self-published, ended up landing a book deal with St. Martin's Press. Um, I, I've written under a couple of names. I started off Joylyn Jossel. That's my, that's my maiden name. I was married now, but that's my maiden name. <laughs> so I used to write chiclet and women's fiction, and then I ended up um, getting a book deal with Triple Crown Publications. I wrote Dollar Bill. And under the name Joy, J-O-Y, um, I got saved, went to church, got saved, fell in love with Jesus, couldn't write what I used to write, do what I used to do. So that's where E and Joy came from. And I also write children's books under the name In Joy. My children's mm-hmm. book, The Secret of You Told Me, received the American Library Association, Coretta Scott King honor. Scholastic Books then picked it up, and it has sold almost 100,000 copies to date. So wow. that is pretty much my journey as an author. Uh, you, you know, my journey wasn't even about me. You know, going from self-published to traditionally published. I've done some POD, um, some hybrid, and hybrid authors just pretty much when you, you know, choose a couple of different paths. For example, uh-huh. um, my contract, I did not give up my ebook rights. If I had been thinking, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gave up audio rights either. But I only sold my prints rights, so that made me a hybrid author. I'm traditionally published and self-published. But I'm now teaching other authors how to do what I did, you know, how to make their journey easier, not having to crawl around the literary industry, figure out how to do this, figure out how to do that, getting knee burns and all of that stuff and ripping up your jeans, crawling and scrounging. I try to help authors out as much as I can. Uh, coined myself the literary know-it-all, humbly, because I just want authors to know it all when it comes to their literary careers. That's all. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We love it. We love it. Now, coming into the industry, and you've done so much, how do you find find it um, being able to write different genres and be able to move around seamlessly? throughout the industry um, and stay relevant throughout the years. Okay. It, it, it hasn't been too seamless. <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff be going on backstage, but I'm glad I make it look good. <laughs> I'm glad I make it look good, but it don't be too seamless. But, you know, it, it, with, with, with any um, industry, you know, there's some, some um, stumbling blocks. 
there's mm-hmm. some forks in the road, there's some potholes, you run out of gas, mm-hmm. you know, all of that good stuff. So I, I wanted, you know, with my readers, I always want to be genuine with my readers. And especially for fiction authors, what we do is we write what we know first, we mm-hmm. research what we don't know, and then we make up all the rest. So, and <laughs> the going through book. Those, yeah, that's it. So, I'm going through all of the different seasons of my life, you know, um, what I wrote, it, it began to change. So, you know, when I came out, I'm in my 20s. You know, it's because of my 20s, I'll never be able to run for president. I'll never be able to marry a pastor. None of that. My 20s have doomed me. So, you know, I came out, you know I'm Joy Lynn Jocelyn, so I'm writing, you know, the erotica, the women's lit, and all of that. Um, so when I get into the street lit, some people are stuck in certain genres. Some people just don't like to, you know, go out of a certain genre, and that's cool. So my readers who like the chiclet, the erotica, stuff like that, they didn't want to mm-hmm. touch, you know, um, urban lit. They don't want to mm-hmm. touch street lit. Well, urban lit is, and street lit are two different things, you know, when you're dealing with the major publishers and, you know, when they're wanting to buy books. Um, a lot of people will confuse or use it interchangeably with street lit and urban. So um, mm-hmm. when writing the street lit, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. when writing the street lit, you know, some of the, you know, they, they didn't want to transition. If they picked up one of my books, they wanted to be just that, you know, the chiclet, the erotica. So that's when I came up with Joy, just J-O-Y. Well, actually, Vicki Stringer made me change my name. She said, we're not putting Joy Lenny on Jocelyn on a street book. So she was like, we're going to nip it down. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so we just went with Joy. So my audience knew what you get when you get a Joy Lenny on Jocelyn book. You knew what you get, get we're going to get when you got the Joy book. Mm-hmm. Same with the Christian fiction. Um, you knew you were going to get Christian fiction with Ian Joy. With my children's, you know you were going to get the Ian Joy. So that made it look seamless on that end. Okay, you got Joy Lynn. She did this Joy, Ian Joy, Ian Joy. But it's rebranding all over again. It's mm-hmm. getting an audience all over again for every single name. Just because mm-hmm. people bought 12,500 copies of my debut novel out of the trunk of my car didn't mean they wanted 12,500 copies of my street book. Didn't mean they wanted 12,500 copies of my Christian fiction book. So right. you have to go in, build. It's, it's like starting at ground zero. And I mm-hmm. didn't think about when I made these transitions. I didn't mm. think about that. But that's the work you have to put into it. That's the work you have to put into it. It's like building a business and you have these different products. Product A may not be for the same consumer as product B or C mm. or D. And so you have to always look at your book as your business. Yes, it's our book hustle. It's our hustle. But you still want to make sure your hustle is a business, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still want Make sure your book hustle is a book business. And that was a part of the business. With each name, I gave different products. So it was rebranding. It was starting from ground zero building an audience. So although mm-hmm. I was all might have been smiling out there, it was not seamless <laughs> on background and backstage. You know, it was it was kind of rough. But um I'm glad I made it look pretty, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and I love it. Let's talk a little bit about, I I say your movement, act like an author, think like a boss. 
tell us a little bit about why you started that movement and the importance of authors knowing the business side of books. Because social media. I know. How many times have y'all gone down social media and y'all see all the rants and the ravens and the complaints and I'm not doing this no more and this isn't mm-hmm. worth it and I'm not mm-hmm. making any money and X, Y, Z. And it was just like, okay, you know, I get your love and your passion. You want to be an author. You know, you want to put this book out there. Writing that book, it can be your love. It can be your passion. It could be your hobby, uh, interest. It can even be your ministry. But selling the book is a business. That's right. And I believe if we would just begin to treat it like a business, then we would have fewer and fewer rants. You got to do your due diligence before you sign with a publisher who only going to put it out on ebook and you wanted to go to Barnes and Nobles and have a book signing. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you need to learn this business and the different options that are available to you. And so it was just disheartening reading a lot of the stories that I would read. And even with my literary consulting services, when people will come to me and they had missed so many steps, not just self-publishing. Um, I help a lot of self-published authors, but I help authors, period, because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it doesn't matter if you self-publish, if you traditionally publish, if you have an agent or what have you. Your book is your business. You have to learn how to mind your business. And so that's mm-hmm. how I came up with act like an author, think like a business. Now, when we get into the boss part is when, um, you know, I like for my colleagues to be able to unboss and boss up. So when I say I'm boss, it means go on and do that thing solo. If you mm-hmm. are looking at your book right now and you sign with someone and you saying, I could have did that myself, then do it yourself. Unboss and boss up. But learn mm. the business. Learn the business of this. You can mm-hmm. scour, you know, the industry. You can try to, you know, research and Google. It took me almost 20 years to learn the things that I've learned that I'm now teaching other authors. You can do it without me. You know, I I never want anybody to feel like they got to hire Joy Lynn for services. They got to buy her courses. You can do it without me. You absolutely Mm -hmm. can. But I don't want you to waste the money I wasted. I don't want you and other authors to waste the time that I wasted. If somebody has the blueprint, and they're going to hand it to you. Now, the blueprint don't mean nothing. A blueprint don't mean nothing, just like a house. The blueprint to the house, your dream house, oh, lovely. But if you don't do the work to build it, it's still just that, a blueprint. So I right. can hand you the blueprint all day long, but are you going to implement it? What are you mm-hmm. going to do with that blueprint? So, mm-hmm. you know, I tell people all the time, they just, you know, look at my social media. You're so inspirational and encouraging and motivating. That's free. Follow me on social media. You get all that for free. But when you cut me a check, we going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Real work, work. <laughs> We going to work. And I don't like to look at it ever, no matter what side of the fence I'm on. If I'm, if I'm paying someone else, I never like to look at it as if that person works for me. If somebody cuts me a check, I never like to look at it as if I work for them. Let's be partners. My right. success is based upon your success. So let's win. That's win. Mm-hmm. But it takes work. It takes mm-hmm. work. That I will not lie about. I um, went on um, um, social media one time, and I had this little mini segment. It was called um, The Ugly Entrepreneur. 
Mm-hmm. Because I never wanted to give anybody the impression that what I do didn't take almost 20 years. That, you know, for, for, you know, don't let the, 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 the five-level split house fool you. Don't let a Cadillac fool you. You know, people will let material things fool them, not mm-hmm. knowing that you didn't sleep for two days straight trying to pay the note. So I like to be transparent and real. Sometimes you have to downsize your lifestyle to supersize your business. And don't be afraid and don't be ashamed. If you have to put your editor on layaway, put the editor on layaway. Create the book under a spirit of excellence. I see that so many times where authors say, you know, they couldn't afford that or they couldn't afford what they needed. If you can't afford the editor, you can't afford to self-publish. Just not right now. Pay on it. Mm-hmm. Lay away. I remember back in the day. Now, when I put stuff on layaway, I got it out. When my mom did it, me and my sister used to just wave a goodbye. We never saw the layaway come out, ever. <laughs> but, you know, back in the day when I put stuff on layaway, I got it out. Put your product on layaway if you have to. If you can't afford mm. all of the editing in this, if you don't have it in your bank right now, put it on layaway. I know my editor is going to cost me $1,500. i am going to put 200 away here. I'm going to put 200 away there. I'm going to put two. I can't buy my ISBNs yet. I'm going to put, put it on layaway, but keep working. Keep working mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. you are building this thing. You always have to, you know, like I said, going back to the blueprint, you see the dream house. You can envision it. Well, for me, um, an author's book is the vehicle they put on the road to literary success. So I want to help authors build their dream car. But it takes work, it takes time, and it takes money. And it mm-hmm. takes more work than anything. It honestly Absolutely. does take more work than anything. Thing. You have to be willing to put in that work. So that's where the movement came from. I'm going to start calling the movement. Thank you for that, ma'am. <laughs> You're welcome, ma'am. You're welcome. Thank you okay, for that. let's talk books, though. Uh, well, let's get on to your event. Tell us about your event that you have coming up um, and then about your uh, your newest release that you're going to have coming out. Okay. So my, my most recent event I have coming up is a three-day all-inclusive reader-turned-author retreat. And that's going to be taking place here in the still fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, I'm a Midwest girl born and raised in Ohio. Go Bucks! But I am now in the fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you're going to be seeing where a lot of my events are here now. And so I'm having a reader-turned-author retreat May 17th, 18th, 19th, and then I'm sending them off with a champagne buffet breakfast on the 20th. And that is for, just like it says, my readers who are now turning authors. There was a time when I'd go to an author event, an author signing, I'm looking out, I see these lovely boss readers, everybody who knows me and follows me know that readers are the boss of me, so they my hashtag boss readers. So I'm looking out there, I'm seeing my boss readers, but now... I'm at these books signing these events, and I'm looking next to me, and my once boss readers are now selling their own books at their own six-foot table with two chairs right next to me. So I'm like, wow, wouldn't it be nice if one of them read one of my books and said, I want to do that, or I can do that, or I ain't even offended if they said I can do better than that. Just whatever's going to get you getting your story out and pinning it. So I said, let me, you know, offer something to my boss readers who want to boss up, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. who want to boss up and put their own work out there. So we're having a very intimate retreat. Again, it's going to be May 17th, 18th, and 19th through the 20th. 
at um, Las Vegas, Nevada, at the Elm Resort Spa and Casino. It's all-inclusive. All you have to do is get to that hotel once you register. Round trip from the airport is included. All your course material is going to be customized. We're having group coaching, not with just writing, but building your business. We're going to build a book. We're going to build a book business, and then we are going to create multiple streams of income so that you can sustain mm-hmm. the business. That's exactly what we're going to turn around and do again September 20th, 21st, and 22nd in Las Vegas and Nevada. But this is the big old conference. This is the path to publishing, act like an author, think like a business conference. Come one, okay. come all. We're building those books building book businesses, and creating multiple streams of income to sustain it. Authors, do not get fixated on just book sales and royalties. You leave the money on the table, you need to go scoop it up off the table and the nightstand and keep as much as you can in your pocket. And that is what we are going to be doing at those conferences. Talk that talk, girl. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because it is a business, and that's what you, that's what nine times out of ten, that's why you're getting into the industry. You know, that 10% passion is all good, but you got to have something to be paying for that passion. So it's on point, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best. And thanks so much for joining us. And, and just shout out to social media and uh, that information that they can grab on and try to sign up for any of those events that you have coming up. Okay, you can definitely visit the Path to Publishing website to learn more about the um, conference. It's www.path2publishing.com. It's T-O, not the numeral two. Path2publishing.com, T-O. And, of course, you can visit me on my best-selling author E-Enjoy website, which is www.eenjoywrites.com. You can learn about all of my books, my new releases I'm going to have coming out this year, which is my very first nonfiction book, my latest oh. book that just dropped. I call them urban tracks. Y'all remember back in the day when the little churches would pass out the little tracks on the corner? Well, I call my little e-book shorts urban <laughs> tracks. Don't nobody out there be trying to steal that. No, y'all can have it. I call them urban tracks. So I just put out an urban track in November. It's called His Only Son, Her Only Regret. So make sure you check that out. On Amazon, it's 99 cents. They won't let you do e-books for free, as you know. But anywhere mm-hmm. else, iTunes. Smashwords, Coba, it, it's free. It's free. Okay. So if you've never okay. read anything about me, you ain't got nothing to lose. Click it. It's free. Dang on it. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so I much for sharing it. And your, your energy is so infectious. So we so appreciate you for coming and sharing that with us and our listening audience. So Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, lady. Y'all know I'm what I, I be calling myself. Y'all remember the, the sitcom Blossom, her best friend Six? That's me. That's me. <laughs> on coffee on, on, on Starbucks. Yes, that's me. It's natural. <laughs> I love it. I love it, y'all. I love it. You know, I won't, while, while we waiting for uh, Time Marshall to press his one and uh, move on in the chat room, I, I want you to drop three jewels. Three jewels on okay. for authors. Something that that is universal that new authors and and seasoned authors can chew on. Drop drop some jewels. Drop some jewels on them. Okay. First one I would say is get your audience first. Get your audience mm-hmm. first. I'm never gonna bake four dozen cakes and I don't know who wanna bite buy it and taste it and eat it. I'm I'm just not gonna have four dozen cakes 
sitting in my garage, sitting in my house, mm-hmm. sitting in my living room. I'm going to find the customer first. And then this goes into the second jewel I'm great leading. Stop begging for people to give you money to produce your book. When I say stop begging, it means I'm seeing a growing trend of authors literally just hopping on social media and say, I want to write a book. I can't afford the editor. I can't, can't stop. Can y'all donate? And I'm like, what? Is that easy? But mm. <laughs> people want a whiffer. People want, well, what's in it for me? Can I get a free autograph copy? Something. I don't see the right. details, and they're not giving the details. They're just saying, and I don't really want to use the word begging to offend anybody. I'm just saying what my mama would have said to me. Stop begging, you know, but I ain't trying <laughs> to offend anybody out there. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to, you know, on anybody's toes. But you don't have to beg for people to buy your books or to help you. You, you just ask. And what you do right. is you ask right. by having a pre-order campaign. And I'm actually doing a webinar on February 8th um, about how to make money from your book before it's even written. And a pre-order campaign is not just dropping a pre-order link. That's called Mm. dropping a pre-order link. A campaign is just what it says. A campaign, like when you're running for president or something, you do it over a matter of months. I've had clients who paid me for money they earned from this campaign. But you have to do that campaign right. It's, you know, you definitely want to have your book available for pre-order on Amazon, but if you could put it ava- make it available on your website, you get that money right there. You get that mm-hmm. money to invest in your business right there. So get your audience first and get your money first, okay? So that's two Jews kind of in one. Get your audience first, then get your money first before you even publish the book. So those are two Jews that kind of go together. Um, let me see. Let me think. What's another good Jew, a third jewel that I can drop? I just had one on the tip of my tongue. I got so many. I'm usually bursting at the seams with them. But um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. What, what What's up now? Uh, let me see. Another jewel for authors that are universal, for new and vet authors. Um, well, those are some powerful tools that you just, just dropped. Right, that was enough. That you didn't get this something <laughs> too on. A lot to chew on. I'm having a meal over here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know, and I just I just want authors to know, um, you know, lastly, and I mentioned it a little bit about not putting yourself in a box, not thinking that success is based on book sales. You're more than an author. And moving like an author, it goes beyond publishing a writing a book, publishing a book, and selling a book. Okay, that 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 can make you an author. But if you want to be a successful author, you have to know that you a literary artist, baby. You are a literary entertainer. It's like Blacktop was saying when he was talking. I was over here doing getting my um getting my Russell on talking about. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Okay, we are literary artists. We are literary entertainers. Don't let people make you think you are not worth what you are worth. Absolutely. Your books have just as great of an influence on society as music and movies. If then nobody else tell you a rock star, I'm telling you, you're a literary rock star. You're a literary artist. You're a literary entertainer. And I'm going to go ahead and just do this and quote Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I'm quoting Kimmy Kim. But Kim Kardashian said, look, I may not sing, I may not dance, I may not act, but I work hard. 
authors. I say that to you. You may not sing, you may not dance, you may not act, but you work hard. You deserve to be on the red carpet just like the next. Don't sell yourself short. Don't think you can't charge for your events. Let me tell you, I took my teenage daughter to see Beyonce. We paid a ticket to go see Beyonce. She worked it. She played. And we bought Beyonce's album. So if I will go pay to see an entertainer and I will go and buy their album, then, yes, I will go pay to see an author and I will buy the author's book. So if you holding an event, I'm going to call it an event, not a book signing. Book signing should be free. Book signing should be free. But if you are holding an event, you are creating an experience for your readers, then you can charge. You can charge money, you know, charge a little $20, $25, whatever's going to cover the cost. Include the book. Because what I know mm-hmm. is that I've had events over the years where people came, drank the food, I mean, ate the food, drank the drink, but didn't even buy the book. Didn't mm-hmm. even support me in buying the book. So sometimes as authors, we have to cover that cost. I believe in getting other people to pay for my vision and dreams. I don't like investors. I like sponsors. I like upfront money. Mm-hmm. I like to get my money first, okay? So I don't want to put all out, all of this money out for an event that I may not get a return in. But I'm giving you a whiff of what's in it for you. You get free food. You get free drink. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't really get free because mm-hmm. you're paying the $20, $25. But you get food. You get a drink. You get a book. I'm having entertainment. I'm having somebody sing. I'm having a comedian going to make you laugh. All of that. I'm creating an experience. So if you can pay for an experience for an actor, for a singer, but you mad you got to pay for an experience with an author, come on. Come on. We are literary artists and literary entertainers. Are you not entertained? And I'm going to leave it at that and drop <laughs> no, the mic. That's right. <laughs> We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us in the chat room. I can't wait because we're going to have her back on the show. We can have her for the whole two hours, y'all. We're going to have her back on the show, and we're going to focus on the business of books. That's right, because we don't mm-hmm. focus enough on the business of books, and sometimes we out here with, with tissue on our shoe, and we don't want that to happen. We we want to make right. sure that the office is not out here with tissue on their shoe, but we appreciate you coming to take time out because I know you're busy. We appreciate you. Shout out your social media on your way out the chat room. Yes, thank you so much. You can follow me on Joylyn M. Ross. You can follow me at Author E. Enjoy. I'm on Instagram. I am on Periscope. I'm on Twitter. I'm on, what's that other one, the, the Pinterest? I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. You know, everywhere. and let me just drop that last <laughs> little nugget about social media. Set up your profiles everywhere. Even if you don't move on all the social media networks, authors, set up your profiles everywhere. When I come to Google you, I want to see some stuff. I want to see some stuff. Make sure you on YouTube, all of that. I want to, I want to see some stuff from you. Your readers want to see some stuff for you. We want to know how to find you. Even if you just set up right. a profile and don't put nothing but your face, what you do, and your website, get us over there on that website. Your goal is not to keep people on social media. It's to get them over there in your house because you run that mother. I'm out. All right. All right, <laughs> all right. girl. Yes. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. We Thank appreciate you so much. Yes, we appreciate her coming to kick it with us in the chat room. We appreciate all of the, oh, God, the, 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 the board is off the hook, y'all. This is so awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I just get excited because this is what me and T love to do. We love to celebrate literature. We love it. 
And I just get excited mm-hmm. when people are excited about their, their passion, when people are excited about their pen, when people are excited about their purpose, when people are excited about their vision. I get excited because that means that you you are happy. You know what I'm saying? You have to live. You got to live life. So you got to go and proceed with purpose. Know your vision. Yep. Go hard for whatever you got your name on. And so I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys coming to kick it with us today. Now we got our next author. Hey, party over here. We love <laughs> Ty Marshall here on Let's Tap. We do. He's Every time I call, he comes. Every time I ask him to come on the show, he makes time. Even if he's writing and he don't have a book out, he'll say, just just get back with me on such this day. And I appreciate him. T and I both appreciate him. Hey, Ty. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing tonight? We are good, Ty. Thank you once again for joining us tonight. Yeah, of course. You know, we family. I got to come through. <laughs> we a little late. We sorry. We a little late. We have Black Cop nah, nah, here, I thought I, and we were nah, talking it up for him. <laughs> nah, Black, that's my dude. That's my dude. Black Cop, good people. I, I actually um caught the, the crazy call that came in towards the end of his interview. Right. Yo, I, that was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But look, they still listening. That. Look, they still listening. We appreciate you. Thank you. That helps our call yeah, value when you listen. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. I think he he might have called the wrong show. I think so. <laughs> right. But, so and then I just and then I go ahead. Got, mm-hmm. No, I said I just heard um Ian Joy. She was just dropping some jewels. Like I ain't. She put oh, out a lot man, of jewelry yes. out there. I hope I hope people was picking them a lot of that jewelry she was leaving out there. What? What? Yes, she, she, she said she said something that she she said something that my my mom told me, um, like when she was talking about how she could give you the the blueprint. My mom used to always say, advice is only as good as if, to the person you're giving it to. Meaning, if I give you good advice but you don't apply it, it ain't good advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? mm-hmm. It's just like giving right. bad advice. If you don't, I could give you the best advice in the world. If you don't use it, then it's exactly. it's like I gave you bad advice. Mm-hmm. Best so one she, was, she, she was definitely kicking. So I've been, I've been listening. You have so much going on. We know that you, your pen moves in so many different arenas. For those who don't have not experienced your fabulous pen, tell everybody a little bit about your literary journey and your work. Well, I um, I've been, I've been uh, a published author for a little over three years now. Um, I came in the game on Isle. Um, my first release was E Pray No Love. I was a part of the the Circle series. We had Keisha Irvin, uh, Danielle Santiago, and Treasure Blue. Um, we all did books that were connected. Um, I'm the author of the Keys to the Kingdom series. Um, and I've just been moving. I I got a um, I've recently um, you know uh, got a situation with Urban Books, so I'm releasing a book uh, with uh, Carl Weber and P.S. White. Called Goodfellas that is coming out in August, so that'll be my first national release. Everything else been pretty much independent. Um, Congratulations! Yeah, uh-huh. so that's kind of you know now we up in the big leagues. Now I'm just you know what I mean. So I'm just I'm just out here. I just you know stay in my lane and just grind. 
And then, you know, good things are happening for, for me. You know, good things are happening. One thing I say is when you stay down, the game will bless you. So that's, that's what's right. happening. And, and I want to ask, because this is so you, um, how do you stay tied and move the way you do in such a tainted environment? Sometimes literary world can be really tainted. It can be rugged. It can be rough. But you stay, you stay seamless. And you stay because here. I just because I came on um, because I look at everything as icing on the cake, like everything is icing. Like um, I come from, you know, I don't get on and brag, but where I come from, I'm not even supposed to be doing this. So I don't get mad. I don't get. It's all a lesson. You know what I'm saying? I, I just said this on social media the other day. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too. So you know what I mean. Mm, so that's powerful. You know what I mean. So. That's that's just something, and to me, this is a blessing. Like, you know, what I mean, I I've done a lot worse. I couldn't have told you ten years ago that I I would have been writing books. So the fact that I'm writing books, I and then another thing, I don't take myself so serious. I think a lot, of, you know, a lot of times, people we we get on, you know, you, you got five thousand friends on Facebook, and you got these people, and you people start feeling like they're bigger than what they actually are. I'm just regular me. I just, you know, mm-hmm. this is a job. I do it. You know what I mean? And I have fun doing it. It's, you know, it's really not that serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, mm-hmm. I don't take myself serious. Because I'm always, the funny thing is, y'all buy books from Ty Marshall. I'm Tyrell the rest of the day. Like, that's me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. that's just who I am. So I don't really mm-hmm. get wrapped up in all that other stuff. I'm just a laid-back person. Mm-hmm. And he really is, for those that may not have had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Laidback Ty Marshall, um, you should not have. And, they, and it's always like we, we, we're coming into or, or meeting an old friend when we get together. And um, he really is. He really is laid back and, and, and approachable. And and you just, like Misha said, I think you just approach this business and he seems to be moving seamlessly. And that kind of helps people stay humble. How does yeah. humbleness? How do you stay humble, and and is it important, and especially in this industry? It's very important to stay humble, just because we're all one wrong move from being, you know, what I'm saying down. We mm-hmm. all one good move from being up, and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you at in life. Everybody, we're all on the same plane. We're all one bad move from being effed up, and we one good mm-hmm. move from being on top. And that's just, mm-hmm. you know, that's just how I just approach it. And I try not to get too happy about things. I try not to get too down about things. I'm always, I just try to keep positive energy. Even when things is mm-hmm. going wrong, I try to see the, you know, the good in it. Like I've had, mm-hmm. you know, my ups and downs in this industry too, but I never get on Facebook. I never rant. I never kick nobody in the back. Whatever has happened in my situation, it's just, it's all a lesson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, mm-hmm. I truly believe. That what's mine is already mine, and mine is, what's mine has already been written. So, Absolutely. you know, it's all just part of the journey. I know where I'm going, so everything is, you know. And a lot of times you got to, a lot of times um, when you find yourself in a bad situation, it's so easy to be like, yo, that person did this. But sometimes you got to look and see what you did. And what I mean by it, you might not have done anything wrong, but you might have seen the signs before it went bad. And that's mm-hmm. your fault. You know what I mean? If you seen the signs before right. it went bad and you still stuck around or you still did that thing and it went bad on you can't be just mad at that person either. So sometimes when right. things go wrong, I just I just, you know, 
I do a lot of self-assessment. Like, all right, well, I knew better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they oh, have I to hold accountable. Exactly. exactly. So mm-hmm. that's just what it is. And then at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's a personal relationship. Um, when you're an author, it's a personal relationship with every reader, right? Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's really what matters at the end of the day. So I try to um, perfect my craft and make sure my books are as good as possible. I make sure I try to stay dope because readers are going to support that. Like, they don't mm-hmm. care that um, you're getting 37 cents a book, which I, that's never been me. But I'm just saying, like, they don't mm-hmm. – so when you get on there ranting and raving, you just really – entertaining them they that's not they really just want the book so you mm-hmm. know what i mean so even if i got on social media and complained about anything that i had going on like it's what really is it going to do like we're mm-hmm. really i laugh at people that do that period like, mm-hmm. yeah like when people get on when people get on facebook and, and just rant and rave they use facebook as a diary like that's not really you know what the cool thing to do so mm-hmm. it's about i have books. a question ty I know it, it is about books. This is Tony. You have, like we should say, you have such a, a, an awesome pen, such a phenomenal pen, and you have your, 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 your steady readers. How difficult and how deep do you have to dig in order to just have your readers waiting for, like, that book, that Ty Marshall book to come out? I can't wait for him, his next book to come out and just be joyful and just getting another Ty Marshall book in their, li- in their library. How hard is the deep dig deep down and just give each book your all and, and the storyline not be the same. Um, you just gotta just try to be creative. Like I just and you just really you can't cheat the readers, right? You can't cheat them. So they know mm-hmm. when you giving them that bull or when you trying to just uh remix a a, a story that been out before or all that. And mm-hmm. and you know this this um like I, I personally feel and it, some people might feel different. I feel every story has been told, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what happens with me is I've never told it. So I write from my perspective. I write like Tom Marshall. Like, so when I tell a story, I put the Tom Marshall spin on it. I put my thing, and I just try to stay as true to how I write. And I'm still learning as I go. Like, I'm still fresh, and um, and I'm still learning ways to tell stories. But I just always try to stay authentic to me. And I feel like people mm-hmm. will respect that. Like when somebody mm-hmm. reads my book, they'll be like, yo, this is a Ty Marshall book. Or like people always say, you know, Ty going to come with them plot twists. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going you, you gonna to think you, you got to <laughs> figure it out. So I, I always try to, you know, I always try to do that. And then when y'all think y'all got that figured out, then I'm switching on y'all. You know what I mean? So <laughs> then, then y'all going to be like, yo, Ty went it. So that's just, I just, it's just a cat and mouse game. And that's why I don't drop books every, you know, uh, every 30 days or anything like that. Now, I, people that right. can do that and write fast, like, I write with two fingers. You know, I know I failed keyboard in class. And so I write with, you know, I write with two fingers. So I, two, 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 but I done wrote nine books like that. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it, it works. But I always just try to take my time because I don't want to mm-hmm. cheat the readers. And I always, my, my saying that I always say, I'd rather readers be mad at me because they're waiting on the book than mad at me when the book comes out. Because when they mad at you, when the book mm-hmm. comes out, you lose readers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, Misha and I are readers first here on this channel. And, and first of all, we can tell, like you said, a recycled story. But um, yeah. if we had a chance, if if we had 
us as readers had the chance to look into Ty Marshall's head, what would be what would we be amazed to see? Like, what's the making? What do you have going on up there that that just keeps you going? Um, right now, if you was in my head, you probably have to have headphones on because I got a headache. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got like the craziest <laughs> headache right now. But <laughs> so to be banging in there right now. But um, now I'm always like I'm always. My mind is always, even at night, uh-huh. I, it's it's hard for me to turn my mind off. Like, I fall asleep. Even if I'm not writing, I fall asleep 3 right. o'clock, 4 o'clock every night because my mind is just going and going and going. And I'm always looking for inspiration, whether I'm riding in the car and I see – I'm a people watcher as well. So if I'm riding in the car, I might see somebody walking down the street or somebody next to me in the car. I might just start thinking, like, what their life is like or what's going on mm-hmm. in their life. Or what if that dude next to me is a serial killer and he going home, he got a body in the trunk and he got... So I always think like that. You know what I mean? Or And I always find inspiration in crazy places. And um, I could be riding in the car and a song will come on and I'll... And just because of that song, it'll just give me three chapters of a book. That actually happened to me today. So I was riding in the car with my wife, and she played some old music. And I was like, yo, I forgot about this song. And I was like, yo, you know, this like, this is kind of what I'm working on right now. This kind of just gives me an idea. And it just it just goes like that. But I'm always thinking of something. I'm always thinking of the next move. I'm always trying to mm-hmm. think ahead of whether it's books or next business that I'm trying to get into. I'm always just thinking ahead. I kind of pictured a maze as as you list as as I'm listening to you. I kind of picture like a maze, like which direction show should I go into next? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like that, and and I'm also never satisfied, which um is a good thing because it gives you drive, but it could be a bad thing because sometimes it drives you crazy, and mm. sometimes my wife has to talk to me like chill. <laughs> she was like, relax. <laughs> she be like, yo, it's good. And I'll be like, nah, because I got to get this book out and I got to do this and I want to do this and I want to do that. And she be like, yo, you're good. And then sometimes I'll be like, yo, I don't feel like I'm at where I need to be in the game. So I need to do uh-huh. this and I need, and she be like, chill, you're doing good. And I'm just always, I'm never satisfied. Like I'm just always, what's the next thing? Like I never, I never get satisfied. I'm, I'm, I can't celebrate success because I'm always looking for the next one. Like, all right, we mm-hmm. did that. What's the next one? Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to the so, missus. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to Miss Marshall. Y'all, they so cute together. They is just the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, now, Ty, let's yeah, I, d- I definitely, I definitely married up. I got, I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right. I married you better up. rep your boo. That's right. You better yeah, put up there on that pedestal. Rep your boo. Let's talk about this new book y'all got coming out, Goodfellas. What 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 can we expect as readers? Um, we got some, we got three powerful pins coming through. Definitely, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the new guy on the um you know I'm the lowest guy on the so you got PS who we all know speaking of free PS White that's my guy um cool yes. one of the coolest dudes so free PS White. But P.S. definitely, you know, um, he's a, he, he has a couple joints out on Urban already. And, um, you know, P.S. got that. P.S. might give you some street. He might give you some erotic. He might give you something. Yeah. So you don't even know. You don't know what you're getting with him and, and his story. Then you got, of course, New York Times bestseller, you know, Carl Weber. He's a legend. So I'm just the guy just trying to come in and carve out my, you know, my little niche. I'm I'm uh, I'm new on Urban. So I, I really – um, relished in the chance of doing a book just to 
because I like um, being exposed to other people's readers. So you got people that love PS that's going to buy the book, and then they'll get a chance to, you know, read my stuff. And you got, you know, mm-hmm. Carl Weber has, you know, we don't even need to talk about that. So that gives me a chance, <laughs> you know, to open up to his readers as well. So I'm sure everybody, you know, I'm sure everybody feel like that. Maybe outside of, maybe maybe PS don't, but I, I was just like, yo, I got to make sure my story is good because I'm on here with these two dudes, you know what I mean? Like, I know they they going to bring it. So mm-hmm. I feel my story is pretty good. I feel my story is pretty good. You can look for that twist and that, that plot twist in it. So we all got mm-hmm. three um, dope stories. I'm, 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 I'm willing to bet on it that people are going to really enjoy the book. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you, got, you got a connection, I, and now you, you, you got some books coming with Urban. And yeah, you're going to be I, national. Can I, can I break? Can I break? Can I break some news? Can I can I break a break little news? Break some news. Oh, you know we oh, love yeah. news. All right. Also, 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 um, my baby, Kingdom, is now going to be coming out on Urban. So, um, right. September twenty fifth. September 25th, Keys of the Kingdom Part 1 is being re-released on Urban. It will be in Walmart. It will be in all the big stores. So that's big for me that I got wow. my baby. That's my baby. So so Part 2 is coming on Urban as well, and Part 3 will be coming on Urban as well. But September 25th, mm-hmm. Keys to the Kingdom is being re-released on Urban. So, you know what I mean? I ain't saying you got to buy it again, but I'm saying <laughs> buy it again. Right, right, right. This time, go buy it inside the the regular store. Right, yeah, go, go get it at Walmart. Walmart. Let's right. go get it at Walmart. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and let's try to let's try to get my like. Can I, I'm trying to get one of them tags on my name too. You know, like Legil got one. Carl Weber got you know that New York Times best. So I'm trying to give me one of them. Yeah, I'm trying to get because you know, you know, because then my stock go up. Then I, you know, my stock go up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, you know, up. Don't my, be don't don't be acting like you don't know who we are when you get your nah, little nah, people can't never, the world. Can't. Like, can you come on the show? Talk no, and I'm gonna be right here. And I'm gonna be right here. Nah, I I don't need no agent. I don't need no agent. I I know how to go. I I know I got a lawyer and I know how to go over contract. I'm not about to I'm not about to split nobody with no agent. I know that's right. You know how to move. I'm already right? in. I'm a, I'm already in. I did the homework. I'm on Urban already. I don't need no agent. You did the work. <laughs> and, I, and I had already released an e-book on St. Mars Press, so I, I just I know how to build relationships. That. That's not the only national. Like, you, you, you really, you make, see, you make moves in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to move in silence, and sometimes you got to make your moves in the dark, and then because mm-hmm. you don't have to advertise everything. Why? Because people will find out once it happens. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. I always say that. Um, um, people that are good, um, have to tell people they're good. People that are great, other people tell them that they'll tell everybody that that person is great. So you know, if you're doing great things, yep. other people will talk about it. So you don't have to talk about it. Like LeBron James doesn't have to tell everybody how good he is. We can all see it. So I just mm-hmm. I just move like that. That's just how. And I'm not saying I'm LeBron James or anything like that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I just always take that approach because sometimes, you know, um, people are real funny like that. If you talk about yourself too much or you talk about the things you got going on, people feel like you're throwing it in their face. So they won't 
Mm-hmm. Actually, they they won't actually they won't support it. They'll feel like, oh, Ty's not humble because he's talking about that. You can't even talk about your blessings because people, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, people feel like you're throwing. Exactly. So I just I just stay low. I just stay low. I like to just you know, and then people, you mm-hmm. know, um, a lot of times when you talk about stuff actually before it happens, you know, people put their negative energy on it, then it might not That's go right. through. I mean, so That's you just right. keep everything under wraps. And I think, you That's know, the, mood, the moves look better like that. They look better like that when people just go, oh, Ty, Ty's moving, or oh, Ty did a book with Carl Webber, or, you know what I mean? Like, it just, just, um, then I got some, you know, I, I have to say this. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you, I know a lot of times you get on Facebook and you might see veteran authors talking about the new authors, or the new authors talking about the veteran authors, or, but there's still some good vets in this game. Like I got some good vets in the, in this game. Like I got some good numbers in my phone that I can call. And I'm talking about vets that are secure in their yes, legend. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and, what, and what I mean by secure in their legend is they don't care about dropping a jewel or sharing a resource. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause another thing people don't understand is that people at the top are the most insecure because they feel people coming mm-hmm. for their spot. So it takes something for a legend to be secure in their spot and don't mind um, dropping a jewel on you, making a phone call to make something happen for you, or connecting mm-hmm. you with something without looking for something from it. You know what I mean? So there's still some mm-hmm. cool vets in the game. And so I, I've been lucky to um, just um, be in those circles where I have cool vets that I can just make a phone call or, you know. And then it's also about how I handle myself. A lot of vets know, like, Ty's not going to get on Facebook, and he's not ranting and raving, and he's not wilding out, and I'm just moving quietly, and they appreciate that, so they don't mind helping. Mm-hmm. That's true, and that's very powerful. Now, um, Ty, you know, we always love having you here on the chat, in the chat room, and it's never seems to be enough time for us to just delve into everything, but we so appreciate mm-hmm. the time that you do share with us. Now, we like, as we should say, to wrap it up with a fun question. And okay. uh, at least you want to preface this before I dive in. <laughs> now, see. Y'all not going to do me like y'all did Black Tribe. Y'all ain't going to make me tell my story, right? <laughs> now, see. I got a headache. So, we always try to have some fun here on this. ain't going to do me like that, I'm right? just saying. You be- I'm not going to say clutch your pearls, but, you know, just, can just, I, hold, can I? just hold the wife's hand in prayer for a minute because ain't no telling. Oh, man. Um, okay. Ms. Marshall, we apologize in advance. Go ahead. With that being right. said, <laughs> with that now, being said, <laughs> now Ty, we had T.S. on the night before he had to go back in, and he did a little, a little the lollipop thing. I, I, the oh, lollipop, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I check out y'all shows. You heard about it? I check out the shows. I check out the shows. <laughs> I, I go in the archives. That's how I know what y'all coming with. That's how I know what y'all coming with. Well, you know he, you know he did the thing with that lollipop there, right? You know he and and, and the missus, she ain't no yeah, spouse either. But no, I had to see. I had to turn it off because you know what happened? Because don't my I felt uncomfortable. I felt like I was watching something that I wasn't supposed to be watching because it was both of them. And then I was like, yo, I feel like th- this is too much for me. So I really had to. I just kind of skipped it. It was like back to back. It was like it was like. She just it went back to back, too, like, you know what I mean? It was, it yeah, was I felt like, I, was like she I felt like that was none of our business. 
Yeah, I felt like whatever was going on was none of our business. Then you know, and then it was the last, and it was the last <laughs> night. It was the last night before PS went into. That was kind of yes. weird. I was just like, "Yo, something going on." I don't, <laughs> I don't feel I should be here right now. <laughs> oh my god, we had so much fun. We had a great time with them that night. But you're gonna add to that, funness, okay. Mr. Time Washer. And then wait, wait, and then Black Top came through with the whip. Understand blacktop crazy like that for real in real life though. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he that you want to talk about seamless. He just went right into that scene. Now nah, blacktop was telling y'all something that really happened. That's why he was <laughs> right, right, right. He tried to cover it up, sugarcoat it. <laughs> Slowly down my chest, and she's going lower 
and lower and lower, and I know what's coming, and I'm excited. And all of a sudden, she slapped that whip across my chest, and I jumped up and screamed, and she said, who this bitch naming your phone right here that I've been calling you? And I said, yo, what you talking about? Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, alright, alright. Yeah. I'm just playing with y'all. I can't think of oh, that. That was, good. that was that was good. That was good. I love the time. We gotta, we gotta now I try though. to throw the we plot gotta... twist. I, I even try I even try to throw the plot twist in there. So y'all thought I was about to get blessed and she hit the shit out of me because I done, I done fucked up. <laughs> we got a quick be my, be my ass with that whip. We got two hands up. We got two hands up. We got seven two seven three two zero. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, hey, cool. Hey, cool. Look at this black tone at all. Hey, hey, what? that that time Marcy y'all got in there, dog. Hey, Nick, when you gonna get my two dollar, dog? <laughs> uh, this sound like Sydney Dean. This sound like Sydney Dean. What's going on, man? <laughs> she is slow moving. I I had to pull I had to pull my headphones off like you were talking about Pierre White and shit and, and, and Michelle nigga I had to pull my head off. I was like oh shit nigga talking about having baby with the whip I'm finna go nah nah yeah you know I was I was gonna tell her I was gonna tell her how it really go down I just had to you know put the plot twist in there yeah hey man stop telling people I'm crazy dog I'm trying to be nice for 2018 listen man Blacktop the crazy member of the family man I just be trying to tell y'all that's my dog I'm riding with him. When he do the crazy yeah, shit, I'm man. riding with him, but he is crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, well, listen, I, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to call in and show my support for you, dog. You understand me? Let you know I'm extremely proud of you. You understand? You're always moving in silence. You understand me? Uh, big, big Same with you, up, though. Man, you understand me? Same with you. Same with you. When, oh, when man, that bishop I'm, drop, I'm a, I'm a quiet lurker, man. When that bishop drop, uh, man, you see, I, 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 I put man, it on my know, page. You know what? You know what? You know what's crazy? I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not gonna talk long because this is your segment. You know what I'm saying? But I will say man, this. Man, we, all, man, we, I, are, it's I, all good, brother. Listen, we, I had to go. I ain't gonna say go back to the drawing board, but I, um, I had to add some things, right? Because Tawana put me on blast because I used her as a test reader, and she put me on blast. <laughs> okay. And she was like, "Don't be leaving me with no cliffhangers. That already let me know it's a part two coming." I was like, "Well, oh, man, oh, I will, I will write a whole book." I don't have to. I don't have to drop a trilogy there. I would drop a whole thick ass book. She was like, well, "Let me see what it be back then." I said, "Okay, watch this." So yeah. I just shot that thing to the editor a, a week ago. You know, shout out to Nikki Michelle, hell of an editor. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she editing it down right now, man. So I, I was looking for Valentine's Day. So you know how the print press go. You know, it's gonna take them about two or three weeks. So I keep my yeah. fingers crossed. So when it drops, it's gonna drop, bro. That's dope, man. That's dope, but, man. But we like, we like that, that old wine hey. company. You know, we never drop a, a hit before it's time. That's right. That's right. That's how that's how we got to keep it, man. Blacktop mm-hmm. is, is is one of the few authors that I've actually come in contact with in this game because I really don't be moving around like that. But that's my guy. It seems like I always end up wherever he at. <laughs> so, we, hey, but we, you know what? We, you know what's crazy mm-hmm. is, is I, I'll be totally honest, man, like, I'll I be watching Ty, right, when we out, and he be making me mm-hmm. feel guilty and shit. <laughs> like, 
I be trying to turn up. I be trying to turn up. And Ty be looking at me like, Dang, you need to calm down a little bit, dog. Like, I'm in it. I'm in more drinks. Now, you know, have. I'm always, nah, I just, I just, I'm always the, um, I'm always the friend that let everybody turn up because I just want to always be on point in case, you know, say, go on. So I let my people do their thing and I just be watching, you know what I mean? So that's just me, man. I just, that's the, that's hey, the brotherly, hey, that's the brotherly I, spirit. I bet you, hey, I bet you, I bet you a dollar I can make you laugh, though. I, I, I bet you two dollars you can too. See now I'm about to win. Hey, hey, hey look, <laughs> look. All, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is is Fay Whip, Michelle Moore, T. S. White, Pizza Place, Balls. <laughs> yo, yo, that's crazy. Oh. Right, yo, hey yo, for some reason I knew you was gonna bring that up. Hey man, yeah, y'all had hey, to be man, Listen. Michelle ain't got no sense, bro. Like Michelle, listen, Michelle Moore is crazy. She's her and Black man, listen, man. crazy. <laughs> Dog, I'm telling you that I think that's the first person I ever met that's more ignorant than me. Cause I mean, I can't have a conversation with this woman without laughing, man. Cause she gonna yeah. say something crazy, bro. She yeah, gonna put definitely. you out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> say, man, listen, man, just keep doing what you're doing, bro. You understand me? And uh. I ain't gonna hold your hands or nothing, but let's just climb these stairs, man. Most definitely. I appreciate you, fam. And you much to say really. to you. All right. Indeed. Thanks for calling back Indeed. in, Black Top. Already. That's my dog. Yeah, that's cool, man. Dog. That's cool. My big <laughs> That's my dog right love there, it. man. We love it. We love it. We're gonna put you back in the queue. We're gonna grab this nine seven three five one seven. You are live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you coming from calling from? Good evening, Gibbs, calling from Jersey. So I've been listening hey, to the Jeff. whole show, right? How are y'all? All the authors hey, were amazing. And I told myself I'm a little Aww. too busy to press one. But his plot twist was amazing. Like, <laughs> me personally, I always feel like, um, you know, women have the better sex scenes. So I'm like, okay, he's going to come up here talking about, you know, getting his penis stuck or whatever. But he hit us with that plot twist. I said, wow, he caught that. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, you got to You got to have a plot twist. You got to have a plot twist. <laughs> that was good. Good job. Uh huh. Y'all good for that too. Y'all set us up. We think it's all good. Y'all be done cook everything. Food, yeah, food be laid out, and he's like, oh, uh huh, uh huh, sit down. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the doorbell ring. That's, that's hey. all I have for y'all. And y'all don't even know <laughs> what's going on. Susie, walk in. Thank you for calling in. Thank You're you. Welcome. Good night. Thank okay, you. Good night. Yeah, it definitely be like that. You be like, yo, why she ain't playing no no real good slow music? Why she keep playing sideline ho from Monica? Why she keep playing sideline? And you like, who's coming to the house? about to be busy up in here. Everybody want no company. You open the door and it's like, what you yeah, doing it's here? On. <laughs> it's on, man. That's why we yeah, love doing those little impromptus. We just love those creative juices flowing. And, and you and Black Pop, man, tonight was another great night. We love it and we so appreciate no, I you appreciate y'all. Oh, also, can I can I say one last thing? I just want to put because Absolutely. I also still I have a independent. I'm I, I'm gonna be releasing something on Marshall House Media real soon called The People mm-hmm. vs. Emery Bonds. This is gonna be a a, mm-hmm. a a different 
this is going to be a little different for me. It's it, 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 it's still street, you know what I'm saying? It's it's mm-hmm. a little touch of romance, but um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be releasing that coming up real soon. So y'all not going to have to wait for Goodfellas. Um, I'm gonna have something before then, and I'm gonna have something coming okay. after that too. I'm just setting up. I'm setting up. Hopefully, um, that's why I've been so quiet on social media. I kind of got a big year. Um, I'm trying to mm-hmm. create a big year. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you let us know when it hits, and you can come down here and and promote Mm -hmm. it and share it with me and Leisha and our listeners and your listeners because, you know, this is home for you, Ty. You can come back here anytime, and even if you just want to chat it up with me and Leisha, I'll make sure Leisha... I'll make sure she behaves in the chat room. We know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already know. It's all good. You well, know me, that was Tony. I don't know. Nothing mm-hmm. that was I talking see. about. And then Ty came mm-hmm. in, and then he had a plot twist and things. I was just well, that's what I'm known for, so it, it wouldn't be right. That's what I, I'm always known for the plot twist, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be right if I ain't throw one in there. <laughs> and then we're going to throw Black Cup up in there, man. It's going to be a night. <laughs> <laughs> But I definitely appreciate y'all, man. I I really do. It was it was um great getting to meet y'all when we when we got the kick at that time, and I just appreciate yeah. y'all. I've been definitely supporting since the very beginning, and I just appreciate y'all so much. Well, we appreciate well, we you more. You know, we are you. always here. It was funny. The first time I met Ty Marshall, he didn't know who I was, and so I, I didn't said know who my he name, was. and he was like, "You need to come here." I had in to stop the whole thing. I said, "Hold up." Yeah, I said, hold up. You got to come in and say your name. I know you. Like, you just came in here like you a regular person. She just came in and blended right in with everybody else. I was doing a book discussion with the 556 five, Book Chicks at Red Lobster, and she just came in. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Then what she said, I'm like, yo, hold up. Well, you can't. Come here. Give me a hug. Hold on. You got to give me a hug. So that was before all the, you know, all the sexual harassment scandals dropped. Now I ain't hugging nobody. So, <laughs> right. no, no, get elbow. Just get elbow and go. Elbow and go. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so giving out the fist. Elbow. Yeah, I'm giving out the fist. Hey, you won't do me like Russell fist. Simmons. Don't get a fist. Then they'll be like, Ty Marshall tried to attack me. Nope, just a little yeah, elbow. I, just a little elbow. Yeah, I, that's see, but that's why I take, that's why I take my wife everywhere I go. See, I don't have that's those right. problems. <laughs> I, I don't have those problems at all. So we just, uh, you know what I mean. We, we keep it, uh, we keep it good. Keep it moving. And five five six book club is up in the house because that's where I got a chance to meet you and the missus at the mm-hmm. five five six Atlanta kickback. I was like, Hi yeah. Marshall, this is Tony. <laughs> I appreciate oh, y'all, man. I, and I try to, I try to like, I try. I have a very good memory, so I try to remember everybody from um, that follow me or I follow them on Facebook. So when I meet them, I always try to, you know, like it's a per- like people really like that. Like I always try to be like, I know who you are. You da-da-da-da-da. I try to say the person's name before they say my name. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just like that. I I just appreciate people so much because when people spend their money, they go to work every day and spend their money on your books. They don't have to. They have a lot of options out there. It's a lot of writers, and I appreciate that people buy my books. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just got an inbox um, card that uh, Gibbs, she was our last listener. She says, uh, you doing your thing, and she meant to say congratulations to you as well. <laughs> okay, th- that was who just called? Uh-huh, yeah, that was Gibbs. Oh, that was Gibbs. Okay, thank you, Gibbs. Shout out to everybody in Jersey. I heard <laughs> she said she's from Jersey. Jersey got, yeah. like, um, 
like Jersey. He rep like, Jersey. That's Reader yeah. Central right there. That's Reader Central. Jersey. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I got to get up there. I got to um, I got to get the source of knowledge. Um, I've been trying to get up there to um, do a book signing. I got to get up there. When you do, make sure you let me know because you know I'm in New York, so that's just uh, I'll get over to source of knowledge and support those that come through there. Okay, so definitely. It's a ways away, definitely. but I get over there. Yeah, I yeah, I understand. I grew up in New York, so I know about going to Jersey. Like you, when you trying not to. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So when it's time, when and I, I need to figure out. Yeah, I used to go to I used to go to Jersey when I was younger to go school shopping because they ain't had no taxes. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've been bending the rules forever. Oh yeah, still still happening. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's about it though. I, yeah. Um, I ain't gonna take no more of y'all time. I know y'all ladies are real busy. Y'all um, y'all probably um want to get home and watch. I know y'all probably done recorded the four, and all the other good TV shows on and don't um scandal and all that stuff come on tonight. I know how y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, Grey's Anatomy. You know. Uh huh. My wife. My, go ahead. Yeah, my wife. She definitely uh, she's definitely a Grey's Anatomy fanatic. So. <laughs> She put me in the other room. As you notice, it's very quiet in here. She put me in the other room. Like, go do your interview in there. I'm trying to watch my TGIG, whatever it's called. I don't know what they call it, but it's crazy. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate sure. you because we know it's writing season for you. We thank you for always Definitely. coming out and supporting us all the time. And you know you are always mm-hmm. welcome in the chat room. I appreciate Absolutely. y'all. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. you too. Okay, you too, Todd. Thanks again. All right, well. You had a great night tonight. It was so fun. This is why we do what we do here on Let's Chat. We we love to be able to interact with authors. I like, me myself, I like to be able to give readers the experience that I have when I'm able to interact with authors. And I like what Ty said about being able to, to have people in your phone. Like I could pick up my, my phone and call people that the average reader cannot call. And so I love that we have this show to allow readers to be able to mix and mingle with some of those authors that they can't do um, that with on the regular. But I just want to do a reader's mm-hmm. alert because, you know, Wahida Clark on here, I think it's a Thug 7 coming. So if y'all are a Thug's Series reader Thug Seven looks like Thug Seven is coming. Is it the twenty fourth? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but something going on. Something going on with the Thug Series. If somebody know, make sure y'all post it up. Is it a link out there? So, cause you know we've mm-hmm. been waiting for Thug Seven forever. So make sure if y'all know <laughs> something, let let us just know what it is. Cause you know I do this sometimes. Too. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. I, get, I get busy sometimes and from time to time, but you know, honey, I will stop for a good book, and there's a few authors that I will stop for um, and, and pick up a book them. for. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the mm-hmm. series. That's my series. And so and so make sure y'all know something. We're going to throw up smoke signals or something. Let us know what's going on. <laughs> we need to have a, yeah. a, a reader alert, something. Somebody post something. Let us know. Do we need to go to Amazon? <laughs> what's going on with this? We appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us. We will see y'all tomorrow. We will have the fabulous Nicola Mitchell, rap artist, Middle Measy, mm-hmm. and um, um, Amin Meadows and Nikki Hill. They're going to be kicking it with us tomorrow in the chat room. So we appreciate everybody coming out. 
thank you guys for listening to us. We appreciate you guys, and we out. Good night, everybody. What you doing? Nothing. I just got home from work like a little while ago. So, yeah. Used to be getting high and making music. You didn't have no time for little me. Something about you, so hard to describe I find myself sometimes getting lost in your eyes Keep blushing, I'll tell you that you mesmerized Been studying that body, got every inch memorized I hate to call you cute, cause you already know that I approach you differently, I ain't like most cats They say that this is make the heart grow fonder Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.